Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And Robert Gibson. <laughs> the boys are back. Two men on. We are still here. Pub Rock Live. Deep with Kansas City Chiefs Nation. They everywhere. They everywhere. And they come from And they everywhere. keep coming. We've had a lot of fans of the Chiefs come up to us on this broadcast. And they'll say, "This." and I'm not, I'm not joking here. They'll say, listen, I'm not really a Chiefs fan. But. And then they'll say, my wife's a Chiefs fan. They'll say, they'll say my, my, my someone else is a Chiefs I'm a Chiefs fan by proxy. Yeah. I'm a something else. And I'm going to tell you what, if you want to for this week, for any reason, be a Kansas City Chiefs fan, be one. Now here's the problem. You're wrong. They're not going to win. It's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll tell you all about it when we make predictions. But I'm about to scoop my chair When are we doing that? I'm scooting my chair over. Should we do that now? Oh, no. 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 Are you being the, serious? What are you doing? Figure out radio. I got the hottest take in the history of takes. Well, it's going to wait till the end of the program. Yeah. Sweet. Stay tuned. <laughs> Sign the back of that deed. Bet your house on what Van's going to say here in a little bit. This is the first state to host the big game, but also have legalized betting while doing it. We gotta place a little bet, boys. We gotta place a little bet, don't you think? What are we talking? We gotta do a few. What are we talking? Prop. Props. All right, here we go. Coin toss. It's all about props, right? Yeah, yeah. And we should parlay a bunch of them. Just like a dumb amount of them. I'm with that. Like ten of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just the most ridiculous ones. (laughs) The most number they will allow us to par. The total number of parlay bets we do them all. What's the what's the prop bet for? Is the mullet guy from Waste Management also going to run on the field in the Super well, Bowl? Well, unless he posts ah. bail. <laughs> Does anyone ever post bail to go to the big game? Actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now Chiefs, that you mention it. Chiefs super fan. I don't even remember his name. But anyway, he was, <laughs> he was arrested for armed robbery of a bank. Ooh, no good. He bailed out of jail today. So you know what that means. He's going to be at the game. He's going to be at the game. He's going to be there. How much much money did he get? And what jail? Like a Phoenix jail? No, 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 no. This is back in Kansas City. A Kansas City, a jailed Kansas City man. Yes. Bailed out. You know there's nothing to do in jail but to watch TV. <laughs> I don't know. He had that. to get out. His name is Chiefsaholic. That's not. That's a Twitter handle. That was, is that not his name? In middle Chief, school, Chiefsaholic. My America Online incident messenger name was Fredlicious. That's what this is. <laughs> Good job, Fergie. Oh. It's actually a playoff of Bootylicious. Oh, oh, a whole different thing. As we're going over these prop bets, there's a bunch of different ones, boys. 
Is there anybody here in a ski mask? Have you seen anybody here in a ski mask yet? He might be here right now. The coin toss result can be bet on. Heads or tails? What are we going with? Tails. Well, heads. No, tails. Friend of the show, Brandon Lang. Yeah. Says tails. And also, he says, for the last eight years, whoever has lost the toss has won the game. So he said, during the coin flip, okay. have your bookie on the phone, and whoever loses the coin toss, bet the bank on them. Not the bank that this guy robbed. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have any money left. First offensive play from scrimmage, runner pass. We do, we're, we're, do, we're going through all of them right now. I'm going through, this, this I'm going through the here. ones I'm picking. Pass. Run. Uh, okay. Yeah, also a little back of the house. Van brings zero segment ideas, so don't knock this into the ground. Like, this what is are you a talking good about? Like, <laughs> prop bets for the Super Bowl is a good bet. Eagles run, Chiefs pass. All right, so hold up. That's what we didn't consider. Who has the ball? Who has yep. the ball? Uh-huh. Who wins the coin toss? Ooh. All the, they're all All right. Uh-huh. So I think it is pass regardless. This is Betception right here. We almost have to do it as if we're following a linear plan. Right. All right. Okay, so backing up. <laughs> Going with tails is the Kansas City Chiefs, and they win the toss. Okay. Right. Therefore, they lose the game like I predicted. Okay. okay. Wait, did I get that backwards? No. No, you got it correct. And then I think I got it backwards. And then the Chiefs go on to receive the ball, and they run it. All right, you're following our script. Chiefs aren't running the ball. Do they three and out, or do they get a first down? No, they get a first. All right, they get so a first down. We're currently three for three on our prop bets. Okay, sweet. Now, also, you can start props before the game, though. Let's cash out. Yeah, national anthem one. Let's just stop. I'm oh, gonna that's ca- a good I'm gonna, one. I'm going to cash good out. One. I'm going to stop here after three. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> I'm good. I'm going right back here to Pub Rock Live <laughs> to celebrate with these guys. Drinks are on me. No more parlay. I'm done. There are some really funny ones. Jersey number of first touchdown score over or under 11.5. The jersey number? The jersey scores? number. Over. Ooh. Travis Kelsey. Over. Travis Kelsey. Ooh. Oh, well, wait a minute. That means. With Philadelphia, I mean, it's almost basically an under. Because everybody on Philadelphia is under 11. The number, not the age. Presumably, yeah. I, I don't know because they love to run the ball. Their running backs are in the twenties, if I remember correctly. Well, you do, but that's the thing too. Like, you're gonna do? You gonna march all the way down and then hand it off? Mm. That's soft. Or you want to make sure your quarterback gets that touchdown to pad his MVP resume? That seems to be the only thing that matters. Yes. Okay. That- okay. Because no one in the front office of the Kansas City Chiefs, with, by the way, back-to-back league MVP Patrick Mahomes, no one wants a different player on that squad to win Super Bowl MVP. You're coaching for your boy to win MVP. Yes, you are. You and, can't, that, and, and a lot of times that's backfired. Did someone say Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan? Who was the running back, Turner? I don't even remember the running back. All I, know, all, all I know it was Matt Ryan trying to win that MVP. 
after they were already up 28-3. to Obviously, there's a rich list here, but it comes down to the very last one of the game. Is, is the last play of the game a kneel down, boys, or do we have a team in contention? Is there someone chasing at the end of the game with enough opportunity to win it, or is it the team in control kneeling out? Well, I have a, already have hit in my parlay by then, and I'd be right here at Pub Rock Live. But if I wasn't and I was going to bet, I would say no. The game will still be in contention. There will not be a kneel down. Negative. It will be a kneel down by the Eagles to win the game. Robert, shut your mouth. Do you know where we are? <laughs> Look, they already think <laughs> I'm a Chiefs legend. <laughs> and half of them are drunk by now, so you've, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you've signed like eight autographs. <laughs> the easiest prop bet that I see, and this is from DraftKings, is this one. MVP. Okay. Quarterback or other? Pick quarterback. you got to always pick quarterback. Huh. I think we can walk away big winners here, boys. And then Chris Jones gets eight sacks, sets a Super Bowl record, and we lose our parlay because of that last one. Man, with this, look at look at how you think. With the super bright lights of this one, because we kind of saw this in the playoffs. With the super bright lights of this one, are we gonna have a missed extra point? Nah, Dallas isn't here. Kind of feels like that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Everyone else kind of has it figured out. I think they're fine. <laughs> or might there be a safety? <sighs> No. The super rare <laughs> Super Bowl safety? The SBS? Yeah. The old SBS bet, huh? I see you. To me, I need a game with a little bit of skin in it. Okay. And I don't like the final score. one. That one's hard. Final score is hard. Heck, even picking a winner is hard. Mm-hmm. We got a little bit of fun here. And it, a- if at any time your thing can happen... I mean, like, if you're like, big man scores a touchdown, that could be any play. Any right. play. Here's a, Will an offensive lineman score a touchdown? Yeah. They call it the Vrabel. Will a Vrabel happen? He was a linebacker. That's a stupid name for. <laughs> All right. Will a, will a, I, sorry, strike that, reverse it. Yeah. Will a non-offensive player score oh, okay. a touchdown? Yeah. Okay. Are you thinking of Dan Kletko? Obvi- I often am. <laughs> Whose father just got into the. Pro Football Hall of Fame, even though he's not very famous. That is freaking sweet. Wow. Also, another one I really like is will the final score end in a scoregami? What is a scoregami? A scoregami is a NFL score that's never happened before. 31 to 11. I don't know. I don't have them all memorized, Fred. <laughs> 11 to 2. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> 3 to 1. <laughs> The odds are low, my man. Yes, yes. I think there's a way to score a one-point play that's not an extra point. It has something to do with, like, going for a two-point conversion and then recovering a turnover on a two-point conversion and bringing it back. There's all these weird, like, sub-rules that no one ever bothers to explore because they're unnecessary. By the way, 505-246-0610, has anybody got some squares with some rooms left? (laughs) Did you miss out? If you no, do, no I, no, I didn't miss out. I have four of them, and there are the four worst numbers oh, over okay. and over and over again. The there, square game I'm, is gone. I am praying for a safety. If you if you find a scam that's open right now, you might as well just give your money away because that's a scam, bro. Cool, Those should have been gone by now. Just go to the casino tomorrow. You go there a scam. <laughs>
If you buy squares right now at the barber shop. Yeah. yeah. You're done. Okay, so I didn't know our squares were in. I also opened a text, and I uh-huh. happened to have them. So my number for squares, I'm going to see if I remember which one it was. Okay, so do a little filler here, boys. i got to find my number. I believe mine are six and two and two and eight. Those oh, are horrible. Right. Those are trash. So you're, horrible. You're, your boy's sitting pretty here. What do you got? Freddie? I got one and five. Five's okay, not great. The one is strong. One, because that'd be 21. Yeah. 21's a good one. 21, 31, 41, those are all great. Those are all great. Yeah. I'm only playing in one, and my numbers are three and four. That's not bad. Ooh. I'll take a three and four. I like those a lot. I'll take a three and four. How do the Chiefs get to five points in my scenario here? Seven times five. Wow. That's always your answer, no matter what the number is. <laughs> That's so stupid and funny. <laughs> when we get back, we got a fun sit down from this morning at Radio Row. Our friend Kevin Harlan joined us, friend of the show. He is a world of talent, but we will join you before we hand it off to that whenever we get back. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. New, New Mexico, Mexico Sports, Sports Authority, Authority. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports, Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. The boys are wrapping up their week in Phoenix at the Super Bowl. Sat down with Kevin Harlan earlier today, huh? That was awesome. It was awesome. That was that was one of those moments where I was just Kevin Harlan is sitting right in front of you and talking, and you hear that voice yeah. in your ear, and you're just like mesmerized. Why are you saying my name, Kevin? Yes, stop yes. saying my name, Kevin. That happened to me yesterday with Brian Erlacher, except when he said Fred, I was in fear. <laughs> because the look on his face the look on his face was not very friendly. You know, that's the difference between he, because we talked to some other guys, right? We, not to name anyone. We talked to some other linebackers. We did some other stuff. And we do the, this is a bit. You yes, know, like, I hate linebackers. Right. If we don't mention how I hate linebackers, I'm a coward on this show. Yes, and everyone would call and text the show. Be the whole thing. And they would get on all of us for not saying anything. But that is the difference in Brian Urlacher and the next guy. That is the difference in Brian Urlacher being on the front of video games and being in the Hall of Fame and being one of the best dudes to ever love it. Because even past the point where he's done being that thing, that dude still loved it. He, yes. You saw it, the, it It clicked in his eyes. He went to a place. Yeah. That's what happened. Griff, can you confirm for me you have the Kevin Harlan interview ready? Great. We're going to set it up for you. So we went back to Radio Row today. We were basically done yesterday. But this morning we were able to, this morning we were able to sit down with Kevin. We were able to sit down with he and talk about his broadcast career. We were able to sit down with he and talk about what his history of the Super Bowl has been. And we asked him, Griff, to give play-by-play on a streaker on the field. And it was insanely funny, insanely creative. Griffin, do me a favor. Why don't we get done, go straight to break. Here's our sit-down with Kevin Harlan today. The only reason we went to Radio Row before we came out here to Pub Rock Live. Thank you, Griff.
Welcome back to Radio Row, boys. Yes, Let's go. It's a Friday Woo. on the road. Have you guys been here all week? We have all been here. Oh, yes, my sir. gosh. <laughs> we got our passes when they opened the gate on Sunday. Yes. So we, uh, wow. Yeah. Well, good. So, well, cause, so I've been to several. This is your boys' second. Correct. And we yes. had to find yeah. the lay of the land, and then we had to wait for Kevin Harlan to join us. On yes, the we did. Oh, 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 oh. Let, me, let me try something out Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. You're listening to Two Men Non's coverage of Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good bring back? Is, good, is that a good rejoin right there? It's like John Facenda, the great voice of NFL films. The, uh, <laughs> we, we joked about this all week. We said we're not talking about the game. We're going game adjacent all week until Kevin Harlan gets here. You've done so many of these, my man. You are, the, you are an iconic voice in the game. You, oh, you see you. him in person, and uh, obviously we're in the medium. The radio broadcast is a special thing, right? It, it I is, love it. It is the only thing that matters to me. Uh, talk a little bit about your your journey into this position. Talk about the the high of of broadcasting the Super Bowl to the world. Well, it's uh, a great honor. I think of the people that have been in that chair, worn that headset before me, like Jack Buck and Marv pretty Albert. Good. And, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, Lindsey Nelson. I can go back. And Jim Simpson called the first Super Bowl yeah. for NBC Radio. So, uh, you know, I think about those men that preceded me and just try to live up to what we stand on the shoulders of everybody before us, and that's kind of how I feel about that. Clearly, there's no bigger game that I broadcast a year, and the fact that I love radio more than anything that I do uh, makes it even, you know, more special for me. So I, I began when I was a teenager. This is all I dreamt about doing, and here I'm doing it. Uh, for a 13th consecutive year. Congratulations. And uh, it's, it's never, never lost to me how lucky I am, how blessed I am to be in this position. That's awesome. With, uh, you know, LeBron James just, just in the news, most points scored. We've been going back and forth. Who's the GOAT between Le- LeBron James and Michael Jordan? Who do you consider the GOAT in national sportscasting? Oh, oh national yes. sportscast. Well, I think the best voice in sports right now is Dan Schulman of ESPN. World right? of talent. Yes. And I think probably, you know, the Mount Rushmore of play-by, not, not host, but play-by-play guys would include Al Michaels for sure. I think Doc Emmerich, who retired doing right the out. NHL. Yes. He's probably in that. And I'm probably looking generationally because if I went back, I'd include Summerall and Ray Scott right. and some of the great voices of the past. Um, but uh, but those are the people that we all strive to be. We can't, but we always uh, take their lead, and those are the people we try to emulate. They're wonderful, wonderful you, broadcasters. You know, Kevin, as a Milwaukee guy, we thought we were going to hear a little Bob Euchre right there. That's what we thought. Going to leave old Bob sitting out? Uh, yeah, well, I've, I listen to him every summer, so I, and I, he, I've grown up with Bob, yeah, but I, I guess I'm – uh, no, I, I I look for football guys, I guess, maybe yeah. more than anything else, basketball guys, and Bob is strictly baseball and an actor and a, and a good one, <laughs> good movies. Kevin Harlan, the voice of Westwood One, you're absolutely fantastic at what you do, oh, but I didn't you. know you were such a fashion icon yes. as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm also a two-button guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just I woke up this morning at about four. I don't even know why I'm lucky I got clothes on, let alone the, hey, everything buttoned hey, the right drop way. it down. Me and you, <laughs> drop brother. it down. Yeah, you, Bring you, it down, big man. You, you mentioned some of the titans in the game, but... But when you were coming up, who was your inspiration? Super, well, super cold take right here, Vin Scully guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who was your inspiration? Uh, the Scullys, the uh, uh, Jim Simpsons, the uh, Don Crickies, the Pat Summerall's. I mean, all, all of them have. I grew up uh, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and I could listen to the Chicago Bulls with Jim Durham, and I could listen to the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, during winter nights with Joe Tate. 
And what captivated me about both of those guys, NBA broadcasters, one doing the Bulls, one doing the Cavs, was just the great description that they used. And I kind of, that really sold me on it. I, I, I knew that's the direction I wanted to go. But you got to kind of commit to it. Um, the business now produces a lot of radio play-by-play guys that are doing a TV call. And I guess I kind of lean the other way, kind of an old-fashioned call, an old-school call with a lot of description. It bothers some people. Some people like it. And I, you've you got to please yourself at the end of the day. And that's the only way that I know how to do it. And um, uh, But I, I, everybody that I've listened to, I've learned something from. And it continues to be, you know, after every broadcast, I go back and grade myself and think of a thousand different things I could have said differently or wish I would have said. And, and, and you, you constantly are going back on, all right, what would so-and-so have done in this position? And I, but I like that challenge of trying to get better, and I'll do it until my last broadcast, I'm sure. Kevin, what is the one moment that you hold near and dear to your heart? What was that one moment that, that sticks out in your mind? Thanks. Stole my next question. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, I, I mean, there have been so many great Super Bowl moments. Malcolm right. Butler's interception, the comeback by Brady against Atlanta. Um, uh, Green Bay winning, uh, you know, my very first Super Bowl on radio because my dad had had okayed the trade for Rodgers and uh, to, to move up in the draft and get him. And uh, it also made the trade for Favre to come from Atlanta to Green Bay. Um, and and so I, and he hired both winning coaches. So, I mean, the Packers winning that, that was big. Yeah. You know what? I, you know, when Lamar Hunt hired me when I was 24 to do the Chiefs, that was a big moment, even right. though it wasn't on the air. I like to kind of think, actually, that my best moments are ahead of me and I want to be ready for them. There you go. So, uh, while I've had great moments... Um, and and I'm so thankful I have. I, I I'm I'm looking forward to my next moment and hopefully doing that even better so, if I can. So we have an idea of a fun moment for our program. You are famed for your fan on the field calls, yeah. <laughs> and we have brought up a YouTube video right here, Kevin. Can you improvisationally give us in your best descriptor what you're currently seeing on this video that we're going to play for you? It's a fan on a field compilation by Kevin Harlan. Well, Here's the throw to the near sideline. It is high and caught with a leap on the near side. And looks like it's good for a touchdown. And then some woman in a poncho has jumped out onto the field, waving her arms and, and great celebration. Now she's worked away from where the players are out the midfield. And no one's stopping her. Well, where'd you get this? Who is, who is this? I believe she's stripped now. I don't know. Oh, she has. And look at that. Holy smokes. If you could see what I'm seeing right now, folks, you would be on the edge of your seat as well. <laughs> what, well, was, what was that? Just the highlight of my broadcasting career. <laughs> Kevin, you, oh, gosh. Thank you for letting us sneak yeah, that in. Kevin, yeah. you, you said something interesting earlier, and it stuck with me. Uh, you talked about the descriptors you use during a radio broadcast. You talked about the art of that. Uh, also, at a D2 level, I'm a play-by-play guy myself. And the feedback I often get on my TV broadcast is it sounds like a radio broadcast. I get a lot of fans that say, I can put that thing on the background, and I, and I can hear the baseball game and I happen to watch the baseball game. How do you feel those two different languages intertwine? And how do you feel as an audience there is a, um, I guess, either a superior one to the other as it comes to absorbing the game? Well, I do think that the theater of the imagination, you're, you're, the way you think of things um, in your own individual way and process it can be stronger than if you watch it. Sometimes it doesn't have the impact. You take it for granted. Yeah. We see so many plays. But if you can find the right words... To someone driving down the road, we're listening to your broadcast and description of a touchdown or a made basket or whatever, 
and you find the right words and the right emotion to accompany those words, the right cadence, right speed, I think that's a pretty, yeah. I think that's pure broadcasting. You've got to be a reporter. You've got to have the delivery. You've got to have all the pacing and all the different things that you would need. On television, the picture's number one. Analysts describing why it worked or why it didn't, number two. All the graphics and the replays, that's number three. And then number four is the play-by-play guy, I think. And I do a lot of TV play-by-play. That's why the challenge of doing radio is so you know immense, because you're responsible for everything. And uh, you, you've got a, a time and score and who's on the field. And, and have, did I describe that catch in the end zone the right way so that when someone is driving and going home, said, oh, I, I know exactly how he caught the ball. That in their mind's eye, they have seen with your words to help paint that picture how that guy caught that game-winning pass in the yeah. corner of the end zone on a leap as he was heavily covered. And it may even stick more than if they watch it themselves because you just take things for granted. Like you don't notice the little things sometimes when you watch on TV. But on radio, if you can pick those little things, a jersey color or, or you know, that the guy fell down after, whatever it might be, to, to fully paint that picture, I think that can be uh, even more impactful than if you watch it yourself with your own eyes. Well, I mean, that's the articulation that this program never gets. <laughs> Let's go, Kevin. Uh, we know you're up against it. We know you're visiting a bunch of outlets. Thank you for your time today. My Thank friend. you. We, uh, we want that one prediction. We don't need a final score, but we want a prediction of, of something that you hope to see in this game this weekend that our fans can also be excited about. I hope the game has different levels. I hope that the two quarterbacks live up to what they've done all season. Yeah. I hope the playmakers are, are right in line with what they've done all year. And then I hope we have that X factor, maybe an unexpected player that jumps like a Malcolm Butler. A yeah, guy, you know, right, guy yeah. comes up and makes his play, and all of a sudden he becomes the talk of the, of the country and the world for a particular play or sequence of plays that he pulled off. I think we're going to have all of those elements on Sunday. Kevin Harlan. Friend of the show. Let's yes. Go. Nice Woo. to be on with you guys. This was a big deal. Kevin, we're going to ask you to sign our YMCA football helmet. Sure. I'd love to. Go. It is going to be auctioned off at our Top Golf fundraiser. Wonderful. This means the absolute world to us. Whenever oh, we get I'm back, honored. I'm honored to be asked. Whatever we get back, boys, more. Two men on live from Radio Row. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Take us with you anywhere. Anywhere. Well, anywhere with cell service. Download the KNML app in the Google Play or iTunes app store. Just search KNML. There's a couple names on the list when you're like, hey, who do you want on the list? Kevin Harlan was on my list, boys. That was magical. Yeah, it was a big deal to me. I had a hard time like getting my next question ready because I was so entranced yeah, by his voice. And, and, it's, and it's natural. It's nothing forced. He was just talking. Yeah, That's what I was tripped out on. I was like, okay, is he going to turn it on? Or I was like, no, this is him every day. Regular conversation. Well, and as he, even as he's like walking over to us, everyone is dapping him up. Yeah. Everyone. Yes. Is having and he's got stories and he's doing. You know that move where you do the like the handshake and the arm pat and the thing and the I got to be at a thing, but you're my guy and my these are my new guys and you're like, you're like oh man, Kevin Harlan's one of the dudes. He's the coolest guy ever. Makes everyone feel important. I like that. Oh, I just love we, him so much. we were just talking about this off air 
And, like, we, like, had some legit superstars and Hall of Famers and, like, insanely famous people on the program doing interviews. Yeah. But I was the most excited for him. Yeah, like, Us doing what we do, yeah. he's the rock star. Yeah. He's like the Mick Jagger of what we do. And it's like a fun insight, like, where it's – we sat down with some guys. We were talking about, like um, – oh, not – this is all podcast stuff, so it's not even going to make the air. But – some guys are talking about, like, mental health stuff, which sure. I could go on for right. for an hour. Yep. He talked to me about, like, financial advisory on, like, post-playing career. Yes. I'd go on for an hour. Right. We, uh, I think we'll play Ingold next week sometime. Just we should. It was good. It was great. I thought, Robert, I'm trying to put, not trying to, excuse me, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I feel like that one really resonated with you. Yes, it did, because of his upbringing, his background, what he had to persevere to be who he is today and who he's going to be tomorrow. That was that was dope. Well, and Alec Ingold, like you, uh, foster care system, adopted, right. um, kind of ran the, the gambit of, of a tough go. Right. You know, and, and we'll put that on the air. And, you know, we'll do that. We'll sprinkle in throughout um, a handful of these interviews that, we, that we've captured through our time. And, and that'll be fun. And also it'll, it'll give us a segment off here and there. But so. also don't wait for us. No. Because very soon all these fantastic interviews are going to be on Anywhere you can get your podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, check them all out because they're all good. Put them all up on the podcast. I loved thing, his so. commentating of whatever you were showing oh, him. Oh, how funny oh. is that? Yeah. <laughs> <It was awesome. laughs> Just so good. Robert had pulled up a YouTube video of a just like a fan running onto a football field. Yes. And I, did, we, I think it was like Canadian football. It wasn't even like because we didn't want Kevin to have seen it before. Right. Oh. Yeah, we're <laughs> – and when we turn the thing around, he's like, you should have seen him. He, like, uh, he gets Good on the edge shot. of his seat. You know, he's no, like, literally. He's like, where did y'all get this? <laughs> this is where I'm ready to go. Oh, that's so very funny. But I loved, how he, I loved how he talked about the, um, you know, how you have to paint the picture and all of that. And especially right. because I know yeah. you guys are always out at those games and stuff. So, yeah, that was such a great interview. Really great good. Completely. You're going to have to, like, um send that in for an award. Ooh. All right, Griff, cut that off. Okay. We did just get the email <laughs> on doing awards, and we're terrible about <laughs> – I'm not saying we sabotaged it last year. I'm not going to say that directly. Okay. okay. But – We a little bit. What had happened was – Because the problem was <laughs> I don't want an award. I don't want an industry award. I want fan awards. I didn't want That's to be a how part. I am. I don't yeah. want to be a part of any club that would have me. Yeah, well, yeah, we a little Groucho Marx. <laughs> we don't have Albuquerque's People's Choice Awards. Griff, we got a little bleed here? A little bit. Did we lose you for a second, Griff? I apologize. Yeah, it, I lost you for a second, we went, so I got scared, and so I started a commercial, but I got yeah. you back on. Well, and we went to we went to Andrew Perloff's Super Bowl party. That's, that's so funny. That's our bleed over. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we were just at his party. We went out last night to that. It was uh, all of us and a bunch of industry individuals and laughed it up and cut it up. And I hung out with Ryan Leaf a little bit because I can't stop being a fan of Ryan Leaf all these Duh. years later. I, I will have to say this. Andrew was very nice, very personable. He oh, he's came nice. Around, he came around and thanked everyone for coming. Like, I like stuff like that. I, I really – stuff like that resonates with me. Well, that stuff matters. It may be for honor. What are we saying, Griff? Oh, I love – we haven't taken a caller in like a whole freaking week. Oh, my oh, goodness. Orlando, welcome to the program. Yeah. How are you, brother? 
The boys, the three amigos, you guys have freaking killed it. Yo. I've been listening off and on. Wow, and to thank end you, it with man. Kevin Harlan, one of my favorite. You guys just freaking killed it. You're making New Mexico proud. First and foremost, you're making me proud. But just kudos, guys. Oh, I love that. Freaking great job. Keep it up. Go to the Super Bowl. And uh, I'm a Cowboy fan, so I got to go for Philly. But again, you guys are awesome. <laughs> As usual, you killed it. You do New Mexico proud. Bless, bless Thank beyond. You very much. Bless beyond belief, my brother. Thank you so very much, O. And you know Orlando's going to be watching the Super Bowl with a little bit of Arby's in front of him. You already know that. <laughs> yeah, that's Orlando's. He remembers Arby's so and Bud Light. Can't go wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are awesome. Have a good one. Orlando, I love it, I love it so much. Oh, what Orlando doesn't know is while he was calling in and talking to us, Chiefs great Neil Smith just walks he over did. to us. He said, yeah. he said to Van, he said, hey, I'll shoot you a text. And I said, Damn it! Maybe some van stories are true. <laughs> yeah, no. Might have made some friends. It happens every once in a while. Yeah, he made a couple. Let's go to break early. We got all of our predictions. Whenever we get back, winners of the big game and who will appear with Rihanna at Super Bowl halftime show. That and so much more. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM, AM six ten. The Sports Animal. It's Jeff Sambietta. Monday on the opening drive, we talk about overreaction Mondays. Well, this is super overreaction Monday. What do you think of that Super Bowl? Join me and J.J. Buck. The opening drive starts at 7 a.m. All good things must come to an end, boys. Ooh-wee. Radio Row Week, Super Bowl Week, and this banger of a wrap-up party at Pub Rock Live. Big thank you to Teller. Yes, yes. They made this thing go around. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Bubble Rock Live. They made yes. this thing go around. Everyone who helped us all week long, Elevated. Elevated was huge to us. Fantastic. The YMCA Central Mexico, John Lopez Real Estate, and Coldwell Banker Legacy for sponsoring our studio. Don't forget I-9 Sports, our friends over at the 669er. $30, two cheeseburgers, two sides, one milkshake, two straws? What? Let's go on Sounds that. Sounds like a date to me. Valentine's Day special. I mean, if you guys don't have dates, you know, you know, you know my Valentine's theory. I stay single from Halloween to Valentine's Day, so 66, boys? Huh? <laughs> Three-way date, Valentine's Day? I've spent uh, too much time with you guys recently, actually. Brolentine's? Um, we need to have a big, like, unpacking of the trip meeting and, like, State of the Union thing, and I just right. want days away from you both. I'm going to sleep for three days when we get <laughs> just back. We still got two more to go. I uh, know, Two right? and a half. We haven't made it through tonight. Monday at 7. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> Coma. All right, boys. Give me your predictions for the big game. I'll let you go first, man. I think I'm the closer on this one, boys. <laughs> See, what's happening is we don't want to give our prediction. Mm-hmm. Right here. There's a couple of Chiefs fans uh-huh. standing right here. We don't want to get the table knocked over. Or I think Eminem comes out with Riri, and they open up with the monster. Love the way you lie. From there goes to Needed Me. Diamonds, of course, stay. Nah. Love on the brain. And then we cap that bad boy off with a medley of Rude Boy, S&M, 
And then finally, don't stop the music. No, SOS. no, no. We're not getting double years of Eminem. That's it. He's not going to be here. <laughs> That's it. That's it's correct. It's not happening. That's correct. But I have Jay-Z, two. I have two. Jay-Z's Holla. one. Yeah. Jay-Z's one. Ha-ha. And, and my next one is Drake. Drake. Drake would be a good guest. Drake and Jay-Z will make their appearance at this Super Bowl halftime. And it would be Jay-Z for sure if this game was being played in New Jersey because it would be in New York. <laughs> Van. You guys are awful. What? Of course it's Taylor Swift. It's the year. Oh, it's the year of Taylor Swift, and they're dropping their new single at halftime of the Super Bowl. It's actually just get a, ready to take over the world, Rihanna and Taylor Swift. But it's just a complete uh, remastering of like a Fleetwood Mac album. Pretty and much, it's just them two going back and forth, and you're like, this slaps. You put some respect on Riri and T Swift's name. They don't do covers, Fred. I know who won't be there. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going to be there. Do her if she and does, be- Rocky not have a song together? Actually, they do. Okay. ASAP is not touching the Super Bowl field. No. ASAP so, isn't Super Bowl big. If, if ASAP comes out, half of the world will be like, who, who is, this? is that? They'll be like, Flavor Flavor. He'll right. bring out the baby, well, so then he'll be <laughs> Flavor Flavor. Flavor Flav. AF. <laughs> Flavor Flav. When did Flavor Flav what? get on the carrot top diet? Like, man, who does your skincare? <laughs> also, I want to hear B better have my money. That is a, an important one to ah, me. That is an absolute like banger. 20 years Riri's been in the game. Isn't That's that crazy. crazy. She is a billionaire. Van? Billionaire. Shut up and drive. I'll drive this program home and tell you that I don't care that the Eagles have the best roster. Ella. I don't care that they're the team of destiny. I don't care that there's more Eagles fans here in Phoenix. And I'm going to tell you why, boys. Because there is no way... Me and Arian Foster are going to believe oh, God. Oh, God. that the NFL <laughs> is not scripted and Patrick Mahomes is not going to win the in the stadium of the name of the company he works for. The spokesperson for State Farm is not going to lose in State Farm Stadium. Mm. Flip your deed over. Sign the back of that mother. Take it to the casino Go Chiefs. Ella. 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 I'm going to go ahead and give my prediction. I'm going to whisper it. You're wearing red and yellow. This is fine. Yes, I agree completely, Rob. That's hilarious. Hey, careful. It's Christian Okoye over there. Christian Okoye is staring you down. Congratulations to fellow Wazoo alum Gardner Minshew as he becomes champion of the world for the Philadelphia Eagles as they are triumphant over the vile Kansas City Chiefs of Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Missouri? I'm so glad we did this after Neil Smith left. (laughs) (laughs) He's so big. 
He really is. The uh, I, I actually, I even got a score, boys. I'm feeling that confident about mine. Okay. What you got? Is it a scoregami? It involves a one and a you five. You know what that means now. 21-15. <laughs> the big winner is Philadelphia over Kansas City, and I win big in my squares. There you go. Congratulations. Yep. That's all that matters. By the way, uh, during the last commercial break, I bought four new squares off of Craigslist. That's not <laughs> I just gave him my whole bank account information. That should do it. That yeah. should set you up for This is fine. <laughs> Pretty regular action. <laughs> Robert, your second radio row is in the books. What are your final impressions, my man? Hey, this was great uh, to go from L.A. to Phoenix. I thought it would be kind of a letdown, but it wasn't. No. This was great. This was phenomenal. All the stars, all the athletes, all the personality, all the pageantry. But I'm already on countdown for next year because it's in Vegas. Vegas, baby. It's in Vegas. We taking Teller Vodka out there, too? Yeah, we are. Look at him. Put him on the spot. I like that. Teller Vodka is going to be at the Super Bowl by next year. I know that's right. The, my absolute favorite thing about this broadcast here at Pub Rock Live is we were out on the patio, and it's 65 degrees right now, and we couldn't be more comfortable. It's insane. The, the Phoenix is – does God know this place exists? I know. This, this is, is heaven. This place is a personal insult to God. Why the, would you build a city out here? Oh, there's no water? <laughs> there's, there's no winter? <laughs> you got to fake having trees. The audacity of man. It is beautiful. Even it is gorgeous. So beautiful. Flawless. We went out last night after the Andrew Pirloff party, which was, again, banger. It was a banger. After we go out after that, uh, we end up in College Town. We're in College Town? Mill is that on we were? Yeah, we, we were, were Mill Ave. Yeah. yeah, Mill Ave. Yeah. Did you, you didn't notice that we're the four oldest people there <laughs> by far? There's only three of us. We're the four oldest people there by far. <laughs> I said, uh, I can get addicted to this. <laughs> I, heard, I heard some people call Fred Professor. <laughs> 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 professor. <laughs> I said, let me, let me help you with your grades. That's what I said. I said, I got you. Oh, man. Griffin, give us your prediction for the weekend. Telling it like it is. When Kevin. I say the Eagles. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're you're lucky. Yeah. No one can hear yeah, you. No over one here. here. No one here's got that. <laughs> Get a score on that one, Griff, or no? No, I don't have a score. Okay, where are you, where are you watching the big game? At home. Oh, okay. Do you, oh, do you nice do like the, day. Do you do the whole spread, or is it just like one family thing of church's chicken? We do. We usually like cook out and stuff. Yeah. Ah, there we go. All right, boys. I gave you my prediction for Sunday, and I'm going to give you my prediction for Saturday at the Lee Steinberg party. Warren Moon better watch his back. Oh, God, no, God. (laughs) Now that you got a friend named Neil Smith, huh? Yes. Come on. Come on. You're so dumb and stupid. (laughs) Griff, thank you for the week, boys. Very good job. Final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but make sure anything that we didn't cover today, you check out Monday morning after the Super Bowl on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Also, go wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out Two Men On for anything you didn't hear live on air. Good job, everyone, GG. See you after the Super Bowl, Burke. We out.
Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Can you believe there's only two weeks left, boys? In Radio Row Week, and we're only two at least professional hours away from the Super Bowl this weekend. This Super Bowl feels a little bit bigger, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Welcome to Arizona, baby. Best quarterbacks in the league, and, well, best quarterback and Patrick Mahomes. Did you say that out loud? (laughs) Bruh. What is wrong with you? Ever ever since Erlacher scared the life out of him, uh-huh. he's been a different guy, Robert. <laughs> I see. <laughs> but we got the two the two best records in football. Yeah. Two number one seeds. Got it right. One, two in the MVP right. voting. Okay. This is a legendary matchup. It's gonna be a battle for the ages, Manfred. No one calls me Manfred. And <laughs> well, I do. I just did. I'm in. Were you guys able to class. take a? I'm oh, sorry. Well, go ahead, Griff. I was just going to see if you guys were able to go in and take a tour of the stadium or anything like that. It was offered to us. The problem was we were so busy providing top-notch quality yeah. content Had for the program. <laughs> yep. We're not taking time off a of radio row interviewing these superstars. We're here for you. We're working, Griff. I'm going to run some names for you, okay? Plus, okay. I've been to that field a few times. <laughs> Brandon Lang, the Wounded Warriors, Sean Merriman, Andrew Sandejo, Ryan Lee, Flora Okram, Eric Kramer, Carrot Topple, Garrett Blunt, Mike Palm, Seth Rollins, David Tyree, Alex Singleton, and his Special Olympic Athlete friends, Mike Golick, Dominique Rayola, Clay Harbor, Devon Kennard, Randy Grimes, Sean O'Malley, Jamel Hill. Oh, my gosh. How much fun we had with the kids from the HBCUs. Yes. Brian Mitchell, big thank you to Christian Ponder, Rodney Barber, Frank Caliendo did not join the program. He's on the list. Ooh. He's on the list. Benson Henderson, Stanford Route, Lee Steinberg. Lee. Lee's the best. That's a dude. Legendary. Did you guys ever get Joe? No. I know that that was a, a hard one. Montana. Joe Montana. 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 What an available for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Drew McIntyre. <clears throat> Alec Ingold, Cam Rogers, Tony Richardson, Brian Erlocker, Carl Edwards, Henry Sedeo, Ryan Bader, Ed Smith, Tracy Sandler, Nate Boyer, Kevin Harlan. Boom. Big Boys. time, Boom. fellas. That's prime time right there. And we were doing Bob Clark spots in the morning? Mm. I'm telling you. Mm. Okay, talk about that because I was getting so frustrated with, you know, I know a lot of people out here. Dog. They're, they're, I know what you're about to talk about. They're calling. Mm-hmm. They're texting. Calling you. Let's hang out. Let's do lunch. Let's do this. Do y'all not understand this is work? This is a job. We are not out here on vacation. We're waking up 530 in the morning just to be at the convention center and ready to go at 7 in the morning. And we're not just there till noon, except for Van when he went golfing. (laughs) We actually do a lot of work. It's a lot of setup. It's a lot of planning. We just don't sit down and put on a headset and plug somebody in and 
try to figure out what to talk about. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, boys, we got 12, 14-hour days. Yeah. Except for me on Wednesday when I went to a celebrity <laughs> golf tournament, of course, and got uh, second place, which is fantastic. And then last Shout night. Shout out to the Phoenix Coyotes. Great golfers. Van comes back. Inside baseball, Griff, I'm going to give this to you just for a listener. <laughs> okay. Van comes back from his golf tournament. Was he the red, women's red. golf win- Wednesday? Wednesday, correct. All right, Griff. So Van comes back Wednesday, and he's like, hey, boys, listen. I'm best friends with the Phoenix Coyote head coach now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, and Patrick they don't Mahomes' like dad wants to adopt me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's a very nice man, an extremely nice and man. What, watch how this spiraled, though. Watch yeah. how it spiraled oh, no. downward. Oh, no. So then... Uh, so I'm like, okay, Van, yeah, right. And but it's not Phoenix Coyotes. What is it? It's Arizona okay. Coyotes. They, they don't appreciate being called Phoenix Coyotes anymore. So I, didn't, I didn't know that. They had to tell me that face to face. So Van looks. Uh, Van's like just in passing. Like, he's like walking past us in the Airbnb to use the restroom. He's like, hey, heads up! I'm best friends with the Phoenix Coyotes now. And he shuts the door behind him. So me and Robert, we both just roll our eyes. We're like, we know a story's coming. Like we, we knew oh, it was no. something that he's leaving out. Yeah, we're like, all right, here it comes. Here's the bit. Also, Griff, when you're at the Super Bowl, you get a, a couple fun mentions. I'm gonna give you one. Earlier in the drive over, we saw the 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 Goodyear blimp. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and we said, "Oh, look, the Goodyear blimp." That's what you do when you see it. Yes. Yeah. It said, "Ice cubes a pimp," right on it. And we currently <laughs> see. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. We currently see right now flying overhead. There we go. A uh, what is that? A, Van, you know a lot about small airplanes. Is that a Cessna? Cessna. I believe that's a single engine Cessna. Okay, yeah. so that would be over the middle griff, not the wing, <laughs> and it is carrying a gigantic banner. Oh, I love uh-huh. those. A, a larger than life banner, a kite, if you would. And, uh, Van, you have 2020 vision. You told us last night because you were dodging grenades at the dance floor. That is correct. My vision is too good for those grenades I weren't going to jump <laughs> on the club last night. Can you please tell us what that sign says? Uh, my friends, it is backwards, so not only can I see it is from it that for far, the strip I, can club? Read, I can read backwards. God, I wish, Griffin. Uh, it is a Bet MGM flag. Oh, there we go, yeah. Bet Boy. MGM. New friend it, of the show, Bet MGM. I thought it would be for, like, the local <laughs> strip club, you know? No, you don't look in the air for them. No. <laughs> you, just, you just, you just, you, you know you where they are. Nose, you keep your nose to the streets for those. You don't have to look up in the sky. <laughs> Drive, <laughs> driving in, we saw a series of billboards for the Stripper Bowl this Saturday night oh. at a local establishment. Very exciting. Yeah, uh, we will not be there. We have obligations elsewhere. Uh, I tried to participate, Griffin, but the <laughs> roster was full already. This is, well, we won't and, be there at the beginning. So I literally <laughs> thought. <laughs> So what happened with him and the, the coach? How are they best friends? So it's all right. So we're almost oh there. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yes. So Van comes back out from his constitution, and then whenever he comes <laughs> out, we say to him, "Hey, uh, what's the head coach's name of the uh, the Peoria area Coyotes?" And Van says, "I think it's Zach." They're both named Zach. <laughs> Neither one of them is the head coach. (laughs) (laughs) So as it turns out, Van in his celebrity golf tournament is rubbing elbows with like an equipment manager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and an outbound sales guy. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we joked about it on air earlier in the week, but I was the celebrity. (laughs) In your own mind, somebody paid. 
Somebody paid really good money to support a wonderful charity for that golf course, and they get stuck with their celebrity, Van Nunley, from CBS Sports, KNML, Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> Somebody got the short end of the stick, but at least, speaking of sticks, we swang them straight and got second place. That's so not, at least there's that. Do not brag about getting second place. Out of 70 teams? That's fantastic. This is the guy that goes what? to the hotel and checks everyone in yeah. before the team gets to Montreal. <laughs> okay, don't you dare say I that about it. my Zachs. <laughs> my Zach I have a feeling it, Zach. I have a feeling there was a lot of people there that have never played golf before in their lives. Uh-huh. I have a feeling. There were so many well-fitting khakis and slacks there. Those people knew what they were doing, They'll, and we mopped the floor with them. They knew how to dress for the occasion. Mm. That's what it was. This is also... Because there's all these, like, actual celebrities are playing in, like, the Waste Management Open amateur <laughs> invite or something. And they're like, what can we do with the staffers? Hey, Santana's band was there? <laughs> was Santana? No, he was not. <laughs> it was Pat, Pat Mahomes. That was a cover Jonathan band. Jonathan Casillas. That's okay. Awesome. Uh, a kicker. A kicker. Uh, a kicker. Cameron. Cameron From the Yapple High School team. <laughs> The, <laughs> the winner of the punt pass kick, yeah. 1982. And Van Nunley. The trophy was I actually thought, repurposed. Oh, go ahead, Griff. I thought you guys were going to tell me that he showed up, you know, because you guys are in Phoenix and so it's so hot, that he was, like, so sunburnt, like he was just a crisp. Well, luckily I had a hat yeah. and sleeves and pants. What I don't it, mess around with the sun, Griff. Where is your second place trophy? Which, by the way, Griff is just a repurposed soapbox derby downhill <laughs> racer trophy. There was a lot of sharpie on it. There was a lot of sharpie. There's way more sharpie on my trophy than he I got thought told there was at be. the end of the week. He has to turn it back in for next year's competition. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you win a bowl game. <laughs> Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> oh, God. I was wondering why everybody got a different trophy. <laughs> it's just trophies they found at the thrift store, and they just repurposed the the plaque on the front. Right, it says oh, world's God, greatest grandma. I am joking. <laughs> Friend of the show, Joe Cordova, put on an amazing event. He did. Raised a lot of money for charity. He did. And I had a blast. You did. And it's the trophy's very nice, by the way. And also, the we're guy, joking. The guys you play with—they're actually the head coach of the new developmental team coming to Rio Rancho. That is accurate. And they're playing at the Rio Rancho Event Center. That is accurate. You can catch your boys at the Rio Rancho Event Center April the fifteenth, as we are hosting. Uh, well, wrestling with the boys. We haven't really named it, have we? Nope. Okay, we'll come hang that. out with the boys as Rio Rancho Event Center is giving us Suite Three Sixteen, as we will have. Uh, How about? Turnbuckle with the boys. What is that? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> That's where the ropes meet, right? It's a turnbuckle? The, you know what it's called? A turnbuckle is the thing you turn to make it tighter. Oh, okay. And they jump off of that, right? Yeah. I, I mean, don't know anything about wrestling. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. I'm really trying really hard for you guys right oh, now. Man. I think you guys should appreciate the effort. When we get back, we break down Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes on Monday. No, we do not no. at all. We absolutely <laughs> do not. Lots of NFL talk. Big thank you to Van for joining the program after spending an entire golf day away with guys that aren't actual celebrities. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Russell Wilson.
He gone. We'll tell you more when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Are you amped? Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, bro. The Jim Rome Show is up next at 10. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The boys of Two Men On, we are back live at Pub Rock Live. Pub Rock Live. Out here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Very beautiful van. We are at the only official Kansas City Chiefs bar, not only in the city, but I believe in the state or the whole region. Southwest, baby. The whole Southwest. People are coming here from all across the country. Oh, here's our dude right here. Came all the way from Kansas City. Kansas City drove right through here to Pub Rock Live. Just got here today, right? Joe straight here. Wow. Look at that, boy. That is passion. That's passion for your team. I've never loved anything that much in my life. I talk to my therapist about it often, Robert. <laughs> it is a sea of red. It is a sea of, is it gold or is it yellow? I don't I don't want to disrespect anybody. We better ask somebody because yeah, I, don't even, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know, but it's a lot. It's a lot going on with the Chiefs colors. You got a lot of memorabilia. You got people with their cars tricked out. I saw a, a, a Chiefs Jeep. You see the Chiefs Jeep right there? Oh, that's that's gorgeous. They got they brought their food, which we will definitely be diving into. They got another fake Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for any any occasion they have one of those. You I got mean, former players. You got Kansas City Chiefs legends. Everybody's here. There's so many fake Andy Reeds out here in Phoenix right now. It makes me think: How many Wilford Brimleys are there? Equal, <laughs> equal. <laughs> There's one apiece. Equal. There's inception, <laughs> inception of Andy Reid's out here. All right, Robert, would you rather have the KC Vet or the KC Jeep? Give me the KC Jeep. You a Jeep guy? Yeah. you know, I have a Jeep. But my thing is the, the Vet, I wouldn't want to drive it. Look how nice that looks. It's, it's immaculate. We definitely will be posting pictures and videos of the KC Vet because it is very pristine, very immaculate, very clean. I'm surprised the owner is letting people stand this close to his Corvette. Yeah, because uh, if I get a couple of these Televacas in me, I don't need to be near it. <laughs> oh, falling all over it. Let's add a third option. Okay. KC Vet. Okay. KC Jeep. Okay. Or hand spray-painted alien limo. Ah, I'm going with the limo. <laughs> I'm going with the limo. I'll be the talk of the town looking like Roswell driving in Albuquerque with that. This is about as niche of reference as it gets. <laughs> but that limo looked like a cool Keith album cover. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> hey, let's talk about our boy, though. What happened? What happened? Let's talk about our boy, Russell Wilson. He is in the news, man. You see what happened? Unfortunately, I did. And going to be honest, didn't surprise me a lot, Robert. Well, it's funny because he's in the news for his foundation. It's called... Why Not You Foundation, which is crazy because the report is that they spent more on employee salaries than they did for the charitable activities, which they should have been spending the money on. So he spent more money on his employees (laughs) than the people that benefited from the charity, which is ironic because he spent more money on bathrooms than he did throwing touchdowns this oh. year. So it kind of makes sense to me. Well, it kind of answers the question of his foundation, why not you? 
uh, it's not you because we're keeping the money for ourselves. That's what it is. Why not you? <laughs> because it's us. It's us. Sick child. Nah, man, I'm looking here, man, and, and you you know, you remember, Russell Wilson, we just had a, a segment on the NFL Honors. He is a past recipient of a Walter Payton Man of the Year Award back in 2020. This is not very Walter Payton-ish at all. So from 20 to 21, Wilson's Foundation okay. spent $600,000 on charity. million on employee salaries. Not just the salaries, but the benefits, too. Come on, man. What is going on? And it goes even further because his, like, family's personal assistant isn't getting paid by the family, but he is getting paid by the foundation. This is some sketchy stuff going on. Uh, Who is his mentor? Is it Brett Favre? (laughs) (laughs) This is not good, though. This is another blemish on uh, Russell Wilson. And it's only going to get worse, I do believe. You know, I said earlier, I mentioned that, like, this is public information. If anybody wanted to dig into it, you could just look at the, all their numbers every year, tax returns, et cetera, et cetera. But it, this feels like a leak to me. Why do you think so? This feels like a smear campaign. Why do you think there's a smear campaign on Russell Wilson? Because if Russell Wilson doesn't turn it around next year, he is gone. Oh, so this is kind of like they're looking for a, like a, a character violation to void his contract. You know what we call this? Town. You know what we call this? We call this sprinkling a little crack. Uh-huh. That's what happened here. Sprinkle some crack on him, Johnson. That's what they're doing just to lay those <laughs> seeds of doubt of Russell Wilson not being the guy that they thought they were when they spent all that money to get him. And this is absolutely despicable because, you know, before this news came out, Russell Wilson was like, he's the kind of guy people talk about, like, oh, he's the good guy. He goes what? to the hospital. He visits sick kids. Yes. He's, not, he's this great Christian man. He's got horrible fashion sense and a giant truck. Wait, that doesn't match. Um, <laughs> now, now he but, should have a new saying next season, Broncos country, let's ride out with the money and don't pay nobody else. <laughs> But he's supposed to be the good guy. He's been painted as the good guy his whole career, and here we find this. And in his defense, is his, there one? His, his is, mind is there one? His mind is probably on football. He's got some board of directors. There's somebody else that runs this thing. It's not like he's purposefully attempting to sabotage the Broncos organization and screwing over kids at the same time. There's not enough hours in the day for both of those things to happen. Well, I'll say this. We've worked with a lot of charities. We know people who, you know, are in that world. And what they do, there's not enough money in the world to pay them for what they do. But let's be real. Sure. But when you are the face and, and the sole entity of a charity, and it's flipped like this where your employees are getting paid more than the people that you should be helping, that's the problem. That's the problem. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. Whoever, whoever dug this up, I do believe there is a purpose, like you said. So there's a lot of great T-shirts here. Obviously, the jersey game is on point. Oh, the T-shirt game is, lot, is awesome. There's a lot of great <laughs> T-shirts here, too. What's, what's your favorite one? I've seen a couple that, that are very custom. Okay, yeah. Very fresh. Somebody made this in the last two weeks. Yeah. But it says, Burrowhead My Ass. Yes, that's the one I saw, too. <laughs> that's the best one so far. Also, wait a minute. This one may be a little newer. I'm looking right here at right Travis here. Kelsey, and it says, Know your role and shut your mouth. If you don't realize what that is, it is a reference to his post-game interview right after 
they won the AFC Championship. So as good of a football player Travis Kelsey is, he's not great with rhyming. You had a perfectly good opportunity to say, know your role and shut your hole. It sounds way better. It rolls off the mouth better. But we get the sentiment. No, no. Hold up. You're not going to disrespect The Rock like that. He was paying homage to The Rock when he says, know your role and shut your mouth. Oh, is that a re- wrestling reference? Yes, it is. It is the wrestling reference. Come on. We got we to gotta put him back in the lab. I we got to put you back in the lab because when you see that, you should think about The Rock. Period. I don't, I don't know about his role, but I know what he's. I can smell what he's cooking. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of. Okay. Speaking of, I wish everyone that's listening to us could smell the aroma of these Kansas City vendors that are out here. I haven't eaten all day, and it's healing me. We had a couple of wings right now, but I definitely want to taste some of everything that they brought back from KC. We got a Chiefs-themed taco truck. A Chiefs-themed wing and barbecue truck. And I don't even know what's on the other side of that, but something smells amazing adding to it. Yes, it does. And it it looks like you can't make a bad decision out here either. Oh, we're getting early because there's a lot of bad decisions to be made in the next few hours. The boys are having a lot of fun here in Scottsdale at Pub Rock Live. It's a sea of red. Like The the, the people who wore white Kansas City T-shirts, they messed up. They did not get the memo. And we wouldn't be here without our friends at Teller Vodka doing a fun little tasting out here. We got all the vodkas. We got all the, the pre-canned cocktails, yes. all the lemonades. They're fantastic. And they have been very, very popular. Let's yes. not act like people haven't been over here. So they've been, they've been, they, they, they've been clearing y'all out. I'm, I've been seeing this. We I've st- been seeing this. We started the tasting about an hour ago, and this is their first break. They've been pouring and schmoozing and yeah. handing out their website and putting temporary tattoos on people's necks for the whole hour. It's been a lot of fun here. Uh, we just brought a little bit of Albuquerque with us by putting yeah, tattoos baby. on their necks. <laughs> More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The Jim Rome Show. I mean, I love the game, but I don't play the game. Weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. (laughs) Back on the program. Back live in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, The Super Bowl is this weekend. The Chiefs are playing. Sure are. Should be pretty good. They're hosting. If they weren't, this would be really weird right now. Yeah, it would be a whole other thing. (laughs) Philadelphia Eagles, big game, boys. We're excited about that one. Been a very good week. It was a very good week from Radio Row. Big thank you to Teller Vodka. Teller Vodka is here with us on site. They're doing a tasting. It is going over like gangbusters. So we are loving everything about that. Also, it's not necessarily super hard to give away drinks. No, no, no. No. Not a lot of people here at a bar yeah. are going to turn down free drinks. Correct. But no, this is the place to be uh, here in Phoenix. We got the local CBS affiliate out. They're doing a little story on. The hype and the fandom. And speaking of the hype and the fandom, we've seen a lot of fans, boys. We've seen a lot of everyone out. We've seen a lot of jerseys. Let's talk about the balance a little bit. Are you feeling more Kansas City Chiefs fans? Or are you feeling more Philadelphia Eagles fans? 
Okay, well, right now, notwithstanding? Yes. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, we're in the middle of a sea of red. There are so hundreds of Chiefs. I got to lean Chiefs right now. Beginning of the week, I thought it was Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. But the last two days downtown at the convention center, right. everywhere we went, mm-hmm. Philadelphia is repping Bird Gang. They're out. They're out in droves. Obviously, we're right. And maybe Philadelphia has its own official, unofficial Friday hype party that we didn't know about and we weren't invited to. Yeah, it's called the jail. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'm going to tell you what. I've, out of all the fans that we've seen, I say right now there's more Eagles fans, and they are rowdy. They are ready. They're like It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Oh, the fan base that threw batteries at Santa? They're rowdy? Oh, okay. Just a little bit. <laughs> What's funny is a little bit, you know, Robert, you were doing a thing earlier. You were like, we work so hard. We do. And, and we, put in, we put in several 14-hour days here over the last couple of days. But we went out every single night. Yes, we did. Every single oh, see, that's what I wasn't going to talk about. Yes, we did. <laughs> and when, what, when do the statute limitations expire <laughs> for what we did last night? And as we're seeing people out and we're seeing fans and, and we're interacting, fans of the sport, not fans of, Two men on and a sports animal. Why not both? Yeah, but see how why not? I'm it, telling you, we're making some. Absolutely. I, I, I went over and and they actually knew who we were. They were like, "Oh, you you're with two men on." And I was like, "Hey, there we go. That's hey, what I'm talking about." Up. So we're making our waves. We're making impressions. The, that's the fun thing about this product too. All right, by the way, a second Andy Reid impersonator showed up. No so way. Put that on the list. Oh my God, we got like a Biggie Tupac yeah, thing. We got counting. a spider living Spider Man meme happening right Are now. Are you sure he's an impersonator or just not just a regular Chiefs fan that happens to look like that? <laughs> Your boy doesn't know. <laughs> if but it's it, just a cheese fan, I don't know why he's walking around with a hamburger. It's <laughs> <laughs> but I think, boys, it's leaning at least around the parts of town we've been in. And right now we're in Scottsdale, but we've been in the Glendale area. We've been right. in the Tempe area. We've been obviously downtown. I do think I've seen Philadelphia, and I think it's been more than a two-to-one clip. Me too. It's been super deep. It, it was because we went to the the opening night media party uh, at the Footprint Center where the Suns play, and we saw all the Chiefs interviews. So of course, there was twenty thousand Chiefs fans there. Yeah, so just that, under just that under. swayed my opinion a little bit. Mine the was, next few days downtown, a lot of green. So mine was there with you, Van. Until I don't know who we talked to. It was someone in the media. And they say, uh, yeah, the, the Chiefs fans, you know, they're they're here, but they wasn't here like the Eagles fans were. That's, that's what I heard. Thank you very much. That's what I heard. And I was like, okay, all right, we missed out on something. Because yeah. not only were they there in the numbers, they were rowdy as well. Well, maybe the Chiefs fans all drove like our new friends who drove all the way here from Kansas City. And the Eagles fly, Eagles fly. I'll show myself out. Please do. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't even that wasn't even like dad quality. Did you see him do flap his arms like that? He though? knew as he was he, doing it how it, bad it was. I wish the listener could could see him flap his arms trying to really get that one over. The, After that horrible dad joke, three people walked out of line for tasting Teller vodka. <laughs> Don't no, tell like, it again. I, he's like, I can't be within earshot of this idiot. Don't tell it again. <laughs> but I missed it. You didn't miss it. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You did not. You didn't, you didn't miss anything. And here's the thing, we've done, like I said, all the interviews, obviously the countless hours of programming, blah, blah, blah. 
But here on Friday, Van, like, you're on fumes. We can tell. What do you need? Look at my eyes. You know try, he, oh, God. Uh. You know what he needs? <laughs> he needs to eat some meat. That's, That's what he needs to do. Hey. Wait, hold on. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm not a straight, my whole life, super consistent, super hardcore vegetarian or vegan. I refer to myself as a win in Rome vegetarian. Uh-huh. What did we have our second night here? In and out burger. I had an in and out burger with you guys. Okay, I give him that. That's okay. worn off over See? the course of several. But that days. was that was Tuesday. And at the, <laughs> it's Friday. And at, and at the media party at the the farm at South Mountain, which was lovely, they put on a great spread. For okay, Robert. okay. I had a bite of a brisket taco. One bite of a brisket taco. Yes, but it's a lot. Okay. During it, the commercial break, Robert ate a whole bag of beef jerky. Yes. <laughs> and I'm still hungry. <laughs> Did you eat a burger? Oh, that was an impossible burger. Yeah, yeah, I had a veggie burger. Those are terrible. They're very average. They're not. I'm not into the technology. I've never eaten one, so I won't know. So I've had them. I don't even. You're I not be missing like, they are, right? anything, Robert. No. Not at all. No. No. Is, is it not like? Right. Is it not like? Right. Is it like just a cardboard piece no. of meat and? It depends, well, I guess. Imp, imp. Go ahead, Seth. Sorry. No, I, I, I just said it just depends, I guess, where you, how it's prepared. She said it depends. There is one that I endorse. It's a impossible Italian sausage. Pizza Hut. It is it. creepy how yeah, good it is. Yeah, I do know exactly what you're talking like about. Like the burgers? They're like, meh. Don't ever get, like, the frozen veggie burger stuff at the I, – I never oh, it's a even worse. one like that. It's even yeah. worse. No, That's no, just no. an oxymoron no. If you me. want to buy a bunch of fake meat, just eat meat. <laughs> exactly. Just eat meat. Don't buy a bunch of fake stuff. This yeah. Kansas City Chief party that we're Look, at. Fred, you did it again. Here's another example of me never talking about my food choices <laughs> and you obviously segueing into it. No one would ever know if it wasn't for you. The only, the only reason anyone knows about me, me being vegan-adjacent vegetarian okay. is because of you. On so, your diet. So, fellas. Have you introduced more meat just because you are doing the Rise of the Phoenix? So you do, you are burning a lot more. No, no, no. I I have introduced a lot more protein. Okay. And your boy's getting shredded, Griffin. Okay. I'm so excited. (laughs) Are you going to be walking around shirtless in the office? No. I saw him put his clothes on this morning. There was not a shred. Was he all flexing in the wind in the mirror? Okay, I did that already, no matter what. <laughs> Griffin, I put the van in vanity. We all know that. Griffin, Griffin, we have, we have been away from Radio Row for about three hours, right? We've been away physically from the convention center for about three hours. We are no longer, people are no longer coming to us, bringing us guests, offering us uh, niceties. But there, there is a loss of attention, and there is a starvation for Van as he still wears his Super Bowl media credentials. <laughs> You okay, first know. off, you first know. off, I, <laughs> I I knew I knew this comment was coming. And let me and let me tell you why. Cuz when we got here, we weren't as well received as I thought we would be, which now we're treated with grace and dignity and respect and we're the bell of the ball. At first, we were kind of a nuisance. Right, cuz you guys That's because you were the people. first one to walk up to the door. Until they looked at this badge <laughs> and they're like, "This guy has a badge." He must know what he's doing. I guess I'll treat him no. with dignity and respect. Steph, this is what happened. Did he hold it up Once, in the air like I'm with the band type thing, like off of Wayne's no, World? No, this, this is what happened, Steph. I, once 
it was anger looks towards Van, and then I walked up, and they were like, what year did you play for us, bro? And was like, Ever since then, it's been all good. And then Van was like, I'm his agent? Yes. Where, where should we sit I, so we could sign some autographs? I, I am in a button-up and a blazer, so I, I could pull it off. And, I, and the aforementioned badge. It's Poor a uh, sight to be seen here in Phoenix. And more Philadelphia Eagles fans are seeing it than Kansas City Chiefs fans is the way I've seen this community. Yep. Except for today and except for Monday, it's been mostly Eagles fans here. Out in droves, too. And also this party that we're currently at, this is like a really mellow Kansas City Chiefs party. Eagles fans that we've been around? Oh. They ain't been mellow. No, no they're standing they're... on the street corner. Are they crank crank? Squaw! Squaw! Doing all this stuff. I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? The game is not now. We'll chill out. First off, that's not a sound that Eagle makes, Steve. But whatever. Squaw, squaw. <laughs> it's like, man, when are they playing the Crows? During the, la- <laughs> During the last segment, I cut up the Kevin Harlan interview and sent it over to Griff. That's how fresh this bad boy is. So we're going to play that at 6.15. We nice. sat down. With the voice of the Super Bowl in Westwood One, Kevin Harlan, we will have him on the program. That will be very good. That's our only interview right, today. All right, guys. There's a third Andy Reid here now. <laughs> no way. There I'm is a third guys, Andy Reid. Check your six. They're coming in in droves. Oh, my goodness. It is. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I told you. Maybe they're having, you. like, some kind of contest you don't know about. Maybe there's some kind oh of lookalike God. contest. You're probably correct. You're right. You may be right. Or maybe I don't he think just you're wants. Right. Maybe this just, is, those are the guys that are trying to get the free drinks all night from yes, the bartenders. There's, there's well, a look Andy Reid has, and it's not unique to Andy Reid. Correct. <laughs> and it's not unique in Kansas City. I was going to say, yeah, it's in, <laughs> it's in this fan base. It's in it. We wrap up the second hour. Whenever we get back to the program, we're going to go football adjacent, adjacent for one, as. Um, the cherry? No, no, no. The icing was officially put on the cake that is the Waste Management Open. And we'll tell you more about that whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Hey, it's Amory from what Gatorade is going to be poured on the winning coach to who's going to be covering the spread. I got all your Super Bowl bets on name three players starting at 7 a.m. on Saturday. See? Back live from Pub Rock Live. To tell her vodka night, let's go. I'll put some of that in my mouth right now. How about now? Sometimes Steeler are st- sometimes Teller Vodka steals the show here, but a streaker stole the show today at the infamous 16th hole, and the video and photographs—they are fabulous, boys! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this guy first off is an absolute specimen. He is the oh. prototype. Ran out onto the course, grabbed the flagpole the way that an adult entertainer's would. Sure. Performed a movement on the flagpole the way that an adult entertainer's would. Yes. Then raised the roof. Yes, he did. And then. Oh, all in a speedo. Did a little dip, dive, and run from an old, from the Bob Barker of caddies. Security isn't fantastic. You would think at the 16th hole at the Waste Management Open, they would expect this, have preparation, 
and see it coming. Today, not so much. You think if security was doing their job, they would have eyes on every guy with the mullet and expect him to do exactly what he did. Every guy with a mullet and Speedos (laughs) and then has some sort of business or something painted on his body. But, Fred, how could this possibly end well? It ends with the belly flop into a water hazard (laughs) as he ran the entire length of the 16th hole with the police chasing him. Now, Robert, you have a lot of experience in this world. The police are chasing him right here. He's going, how do you feel about the form as our flip-flopper, belly-flopping, speedo-wearing, waste-management buffoon? I'm going to give him a 10 just because he was not shot. (laughs) That dude... We, ha- we absolutely have to go there, don't we? Yeah. I mean, we have to. We have to. Yes. He's, he's the one that gets away with yeah, it. Yeah, he gets away with Body it. Body paint, Speedo, mullet, golf course. You don't get away with this in a lot of places, do you? Some might say that this type of behavior at the Waste Management Open is par for the course. Dad joke off? Challenge accepted. <laughs> He made it to the next hole. <laughs> he, he used the pole as a stripper pole, ran around, yes. pumped up the crowd, uh-huh. evaded security, ran all the way to the next hole, and jumped into the pond. This his, guy is an immediate legend. His body hair, it was, it was manicured in a way. To create definition, yeah. It's, uh, it looked like a like a o- like a Polish guy with OCD. If I, he, if I had to describe yes, his body, yes. ah, that's yeah. That's a very good way to. You're put welcome. That. <laughs> very insensitive. Those are my people. What are you talking about? Security's got to get in shape. All right. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that's what I get when I saw this video. There's, he was running circles around them. There's somebody at the waste management open. There's somebody. In the front office of the Phoenix Open, there's somebody, a decision maker, who was like, you know what, boys? I, uh, I think these fans, they'll police themselves. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Dudes in Speedos and mullets who are just roadhouse hammered <laughs> at a golf course. Nothing to see here. This is fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah, this is healthy and normal. This is normal. Nothing about this is bad. And how long has the Waste Management Open been around? And this is the first mulleted stripper streaker? Seriously? We still got tomorrow, fellas. Uh, so did point. he just appear with no clothes? Did someone Thank see you. him actually like take his clothes down? Or did he so hide out somewhere naked? The, the Graham video I saw didn't give you enough information. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say I don't knows. But as a guy who is famously known for being able to get his clothes off quickly, it doesn't take a lot. We're being visited by our friend Mauricio from Tacos Maori. Okay. Oh, in yeah. Scottsdale, Arizona. I, where, where can they find you? You got <laughs> <He> <laughs> said, Here right now. Here right now. You have a Facebook. Rally. Facebook or Instagram? 
Okay, Instagram Tacos L Maori M A U R I. All right. Uh, these tacos, I haven't even dug into them yet, but they look absolutely yeah, they look beautiful. Apart. Yeah, thanks, my friend. She's so very good. He's going to be here throughout the weekend throughout for the, the weekend? Super Bowl festivities. So it's the official, the official truck of Chiefs Kingdom. Love right here about at Pub Rock Live. The way that the Super Bowl is occurring right now, the way that the NBA trade deadline, trade deadline has come and passed. I couldn't even tell you who's in the lead at the Waste Management Open. There is too much sports news in the world, but I can tell you about the full moon on 16. <laughs> I know, I know, I know who's uh, leading the padump dump dump in my heart right now. Uh-huh. Obviously, the mulleted streaker of 16. He just really disrespected that speedo like that, didn't he? Okay. He Let's unpackage this a little bit. Uh, uh, speaking of. <laughs> Stuart Sink. <laughs> speaking of package. <laughs> Stuart Sink put on a number 35 Phoenix Suns Kevin Durant jersey the day after Kevin Durant is traded. Went out in front of the lively local and played to the crowd. That's how you do it. Bring that WWE to the golf course. If you're curious at home and you haven't, uh, you don't have access to the internet or cellular phone service. <laughs> American Scott Schefter, seven under, four shot lead right now. Is he new? Ten under, excuse me, two shot lead. I can't read. That's definitely not the story. Oh God, no. The story is: How do you get an embroidered Phoenix Suns number thirty-five Kevin Durant jersey within moments? <laughs> Of he getting traded. Awesome. Impressive. Impressive. It's very impressive. Also, I don't know how I, it, it kind of looked like a it looked like a dress out there. Um, he didn't tuck it in. <laughs> oh, the, wow. He's got an old school or the 2000s yeah. link. Yeah, okay. It's actually an old Dan Marley jersey. As a matter of fact, Just that actually one. may be Kevin Durant's real jersey that he's got on. <laughs> <laughs> He owns the embroidery company that makes the jerseys. <laughs> one hour of the program. I need a prototype. One hour of the program left. We're definitely giving our Super Bowl predictions. They sit down with Kevin Harlan. I don't know. You want to talk betting? You want to talk Rihanna? We'll hit some stuff, too. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Friday, Albuquerque. And Phoenix, and Kansas City, yes. and Philadelphia. Boo. Boo. The boys are no longer at Radio Row. 
We're live from Pub Rock Live. Let's go. Yes. This is uh this is kind of a fun one here, boys in Scott's tail. This is crazy. Forget fun. <laughs> this is crazy. As soon as we came up in the parking lot, I was like, okay, this is the Kansas City Chiefs Circus. Could you tell everyone here is physically originally from Kansas City? Yes. From my perception. Yes, and I must agree with you on that. We all know Phoenix is a transplant city. It is. And not going to lie, a lot of these guys look like they're from Kansas City. 8,005 East Roosevelt Street, Scottsdale, Arizona. Come hang out with your boys if you're in town for the game, and you're tuning in. And here's the thing we know some people are, because we got a table yes. of friends of the show coming out. So we're excited about that. Uh, they got a lot, of, a lot of guests here, a lot of fun stuff. Obviously, Chief-centric is, is the official Kansas City Chiefs bar of Phoenix. And here's the thing that's kind of fun, boys. We were just earlier doing the, you know how Kansas City and the Braves do the chop? The chop. Uh-huh. The oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So we just learned they've actually changed it. Yes. It is now. Mahomes. Hey, get it right. Radio Row is in the book, boys, and we had a (laughs) banger of a week. How much did you individually enjoy it, guys? Because to me, I think it's the best thing one I've ever been to. It was fantastic. Radio Row was star-studded and a lot of fun. And, you know, it feels like we're air quotes out of COVID now, and it's not like Arizona ever cared anyways. But – Radio was packed, the energy was palpable, and the boys had a blast. Yeah, I felt like I loved it this time because I knew how to navigate it. Yeah. Last time I was just like a fish out of the water, neck on a swivel, didn't know how to do anything. But right. This time around, I, I felt good. I knew how to navigate it. I knew how to walk up to people, knew how to talk to people. It was great. If you are joining us right now on the program on the terrestrial airwaves, we are live. We This past three days we have been pre-recorded at Radio Row so we can give you real-time updates and everything kind of going on in the world. We will give our official Super Bowl predictions today. We'll do that at the very end of the program. We are excited for that. Lots to go over, including the NFL Honors, the Hall of Fame class. Uh, Michael Irvin (laughs) files a lawsuit. Okay. We got a little back-of-house information, and I don't have it confirmed, but I'll bring something out alleged during that talk. 30 for 30s that are out there. I, I ran into Tiki Barber today. While we were moving around the facility. Oh, Rob, you were with me. We ran yeah, into Tiki Barber. we ran Barber. into him. Uh, first thing, obviously, we mentioned, talked about Rondé Barber getting into the Hall yes, of Fame. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, obviously, Tiki, he's already a guy who just kind of carries a big smile all the time. But, but I mean, he just just ear to ear, my man. He yes, was, he was. Never saw anyone more supportive of their brother, and, and that was a fun little fun little couple minutes we spent with him. I know. The Barbers have heard this their whole life, obviously, but I was an inch away from walking up to Tiki and to tell him congratulations on the gold jacket. Oh, no. It was an honor. It was an honor having you on the program yesterday. Well, you know what? I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, there's a significant difference. Rondé let us know. He yes. let us know during the sit-down, but when we ran into Tiki, I said, now I understand what he's talking about. A little, more, a little more svelte now. Slim yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was. Uh, he's he's a, almost van skinny. He's a marathon runner. No, he's, he's a model. <laughs> That guy looks he great. He was a model. He looks great. Standing right here, guys. That's cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. No, Tiki. Tiki Barber. Yeah. We're going to talk at length <laughs> about this Russell Wilson Foundation fraud story because I got this opinion, boys, that now in the NFL, if the NFL or your team doesn't like your contract, they're bringing something out. Oh, it's- so you think they dig? Or, or they might have it in the back pocket already. I'm telling you, I Ooh. think what I think. Ooh. 
Ooh, I, I like think this. I know. I like I, this. This is this public information. Yeah. Any Russell Wilson or Broncos hater can just dig this up and put the numbers out there. Mm. We're going to have a fun sit down with Kevin Harlan, which we recorded this morning, so we will play that for you. Um, it is uh, maybe my highlight of the week. The voice of Westwood won, obviously. I think this is his Westwood won. 13th Super Bowl, 12th or 13th Super Bowl, so he's way up there on numbers. Uh, but Robert had this fun idea to show Kevin a video of streakers <laughs> on football fields, and Kevin did a play-by-play of it. Genius. To hear that in my ears gave me chills. It was so it was funny. Because it was Fantastic. so good. So, so good. So we'll have that on the program. It's, this is a stupid <laughs> show. The, so two men on, on, obviously here on the Sports Animal, KNML, 95.9 FM, AM 610. This is, this is the laughter that sport often needs, and Kevin Harlan gave it to us today. Like, we... We knew we were wrapping up. We knew we were making our way over here to Pub Rock Live. And, yeah, when you're tuned into the sports animal, you're tuned into a lot of laughs. Right. Yeah. So it was, so we got that. Obviously, we're going to recap the NBA trades as it was not a uh, well, super part of Radio Row. Jimmy Johnson takes shots at Jerry Jones. Uh, we walked around. We got a sense of, the, of Phoenix. We're going to talk to you about where we feel the fan bases are lying here in town. Yeah. Also, and, Van, I thought this was a good one where you brought it up in our pre-meeting. I didn't realize Arizona is the first state to host the Super Bowl that also has legalized gambling. Isn't that phenomenal? That's crazy. That's a crazy thought. So we'll there's, go. there's a sports book right down the street at the Suns Arena. That's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. It's just yep. right outside the arena. Yeah, it's just attached to it right there. Well, that was like a big talk I felt for us all week, too, where everyone that we were adjacent to, sports betting was a conversation between them. They were about that life. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know, a testament to how the game has changed. Publicly. It's always yeah, existed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah sure, sure, sure. that's what I'm saying. Everybody yeah. knows that guy at the end of the bar with the spreadsheets and the, the three-ring binder. And right. You, you know what he looks like. We all, we all know him. No longer unspoken word. It's yep. all out in the open. Well, I mean, Van, you said that for years. Hey, about- sorry, Tony. FanDuel is here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That bookie you had when you were younger, like the guy at the end of the bar that you're talking about? Yeah. Like, what's your new hustle? Like, you got to get a new hustle, right? I guess you're still doing it as well, though. It's not like it goes away. I guess he's forced to sell drugs now. Oh, wait, drugs are legal, too. <laughs> no, it, it's, they have to evolve like everything else. You know, you have to evolve and stay with the times if yeah. they want to stay in the business. That's so, how I feel. My, my bookie Tony is, he's in the egg game now. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's out there slanging eggs. He's about that. Oh, this is a good one. Hey. So he just had a new friend of the show come up and give us some AZ Chiefs Kingdom bumper stickers. This will not go on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make sure I keep my I got to make sure I keep my my Chargers uh tattoo hidden. So I I knew we, we were going to For be the here. next 3 hours, Robert. Yeah. You're a Chiefs fan. Yeah, you see the colors. I don't want I don't want any trouble yeah. while I'm here. Look, let's make this a nice smooth the, evening. This is a very strategic jersey that i have on right now so, for everyone that's listening i'm representing the dukes right now that's what i'm doing that's the gold and red dukes jersey they yes. get at the albuquerque isotope store this thing is an absolute banger i was gonna wear my two men on our two men on shirts are what called mustard is that mustard, what yeah, mustard yeah mustard so our two men on shirts are mustard also 
if you're a friend of the show and, and you're still in need of a, of a two-minute shirt, reach out to the program via our social media outlets at TalkABQ. We'll make sure we connect with you. Also, give a like, give a share. We put up so many cool photos this past week. We did so yeah. many fun things. More to come, too. A lot more to come. A lot more to come. I Guys, I walked into Radio Row today. I felt like my head was on a swivel. I was looking out for Brian Urlacher. <laughs> oh, he's got it out for you now. He, you messed up big time. I have be, I've become his nemesis, right? For sure. He's the first linebacker that we did talk to that kind of took exception to things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone else was pretty nice, pretty professional. You could see the little the little glint in their eye. Yeah. Oh, I got photographic evidence <laughs> but of how much Brian Erlacher hates you now, Fred. Brian Erlacher went out all the way. He was like, I don't, I'm not going to hold anything back. The feedback I got on the Brian Erlacher sit-down yesterday uh, from Lobo fan was actually a little harsh in itself, I felt. Oh, right. my so, goodness. Yeah, the people who reached out to me, our conversation with Brian – I felt like he, and on multiple occasions, mentioned how just need better players with the Lobo. Right. Just need, got to get some more talent out there. And Lobo fan, they heard it another way. Lobo fan who reached out to me said, Brian's shooting kind of hard on our boys. Did you guys have that energy as well? Or well, is that I, just- I, I did because that's what's needed. That is what's needed. You cannot light foot around what needs to be done for the football program at UNM. And for someone as big as a voice as Brian Erlock, you gotta take you gotta take heed to that. You gotta listen to that. I mean, everybody in Albuquerque, all the friends of the show know this is a Danny Gonzalez house. Yeah. We're pro Danny right. Gonzalez. Bro. He's a dude. He does great things for the community. He's a leader of men. I mean, and just for that alone, this is a big Danny Gonzalez house. But you you're not free from constructive uh, criticism. No. What Brian Erlacher said is true. You need players to play football to win football games. I don't think it's not a secret. I don't think Coach Gonzalez would disagree with that at all. Sure. You know and that, it, and Brian brought up on air about you know National Signing Day, and he talked about how, I guess, when well, you know how it is, he's back of the house. You know, he hears yeah. he hears some names, he hears some stuff before maybe we do it, and we know how National Signing Day goes. You think you have a guy locked up until, you know, eleven fifty nine? The day before, and then by the time it, you're, you're making your announcements, he's he just was announced at ASU, or he yeah. just was announced at University sure. of Arizona. Yeah, and, yep. you know, and and that stuff's heartbreaking. You know what Lobo fancies, what we feet, what we see, is them doing a great job and bringing in you know the twenty guys they brought in or, or whatever's going on. But there's guys in the back of the house, Brian Erlocker included, who sees the twenty guys they didn't get. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. Honestly, now that he's not standing next to me, uh, Brian Erlacher, put your money where your mouth is. Let's get some of that NIL money. Where's that gold jacket Hall of Fame money for the Lobos? Nothing, boys? That's what you're doing? Cowards? Bunch hey. of cowards over here. I t- so that was Don't tell him I said that. Don't tell him I said only, that, please. That was the one and only Van Nunley. Robert, Robert please don't tell, <laughs> don't tell Brian That Erlacher. was Van Nunley and no one else. basically all nfl talk the rest of the program we're going to come back with the nfl honors and we're going to talk a little hall of fame i think a majority of these are very right there's one that jumps out to me Uh uh-oh i don't know i think a majority of them 
you dare say Patrick Mahomes in this sea of red, I am going to lose it. <laughs> no, I know the one he's going to say. <laughs> if, you, if you've been listening long enough to the show, you know exactly the one he's going to say. Is it a middle linebacker? Mm, no. <laughs> well, it might be two now that you say that. <laughs> Who I think got the snub mm. during NFL honors whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay, it's the second best way to wake up. It's the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. And welcome back to the program, Duke City. The boys are live from a bar. Robert, it's not Howie's. No, it's not Howie. Because we are in Phoenix, Arizona at Pub Rock Live, 8005 East Roosevelt Street. Yes. We're in Scottsdale, baby. Yes. And we are hanging out doing the program live in a sea of red. Uh, a lot of passion here. Robert, uh, are you uncomfortable? Are you doing okay? Hey, I, I'm, a, I'm a black man. Uh, I'm always uncomfortable. <laughs> Excellent point. <laughs> No, to, to talk about the sports-wise, no, these are some very lovely people, very passionate about their Super Bowl-bound Kansas City Chiefs. And the boys wouldn't be here without Teller Vodka. We're actually, hey, right next to us, we got a table. Teller Vodka is doing free tasting here for all these lovely Chiefs fans. We're about to get that started at 5 o'clock. Really excited about that. Also excited is uh, I'm excited for Fred's hot take on the NFL honors. No, it's not a hot take per se. Okay. Well, let's hear it first. Go on. No, I'm not. First of all, we know what it is. We 100% already know what it is. I think I know what it you is. You want me to lead with it? Please drop Justin it. Justin Jefferson is booty. Okay. It. it is okay. unacceptable. I knew it. So dumb. So I knew dumb. it. I knew it. So dumb. Can't wait to get back to Albuquerque and get away from this garbage. We sat down yesterday. <laughs> For the, not garbage, first of all. I want to make sure we're very clear on that. We sat down yesterday with how many guests? How many guests did we sit down with? So many. Over the course of the week. So many. How many guests we sit down with? 50 or 60. Yeah? So many. How many questions we asked about Tyreek Hill? A grip. How many questions we asked about Justin Jefferson? Zero. We ain't talking to anyone. Alec Ingold comes on the program, plays well, for the Dolphins. We say, tell us about it. Hall of Famer Carl Eller brought Thank up you. Justin Jefferson on his own. On the spot. Oh, I can't while believe. he was wearing a gold yeah. jacket. Yes, he sure Was did. it over his Minnesota Vikings jersey that he wore for 100 years, number 81? You are, You asked Alec Ingold about Tyreek Hill. He yes. plays with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, because he got eyes on him, dog. Carl Eller, he don't see him. First yeah. off, are you insulting that, wait, Carl wait, wait Eller's vision? <laughs> he ain't there every day 
Well, ha- hanging out with Crybaby JJ. Well, I'll tell you what the Hall of Famer Carl Eller did do. The question was posed, are players soft today? And, you know, I was trying to pull it out of him. I was trying to do the old guy versus the young guy argument. Yeah. He came out flat out. He says, you know what? I don't even like wide receivers. Uh-huh. But there's this one young guy who has it all. He's very tough, very tough-minded, plays the game how it's supposed to be played, and it's the guy that you're just taking a dump all over right now. Fred, let me ask you a question. Jalen Hurts gets an MVP vote. Justin Jefferson does not. He won the Offensive Player of the Year. That's enough. That is enough. He beat Jalen Hurts? Ask me your question. Perhaps, do you know who led the NFL in receptions? No, all I know about it. The answer is Justin Jefferson. All I know about is Follow-up question. Yes. Do you know who led the NFL in receiving yards? Mm. Are we talking about compiling? The answer is also Justin Jefferson. We're talking about compiling. Besides quarterback, besides left tackle that protects the blind side of the quarterback, we all know the most important position on the field is wide receiver. It's 100%. The stud that catches the ball from your most important player. Why? Justin Jefferson did it better than anybody this year. Why isn't, why aren't, and we say it on this show all okay. the time, all right. right here on the Sports Animal, uh-huh. we say it every single day. I say it primarily, you guys don't. If you were good, your team would be good. And the Minnesota Vikings are not playing in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts. Neither is Tyreek Hill. And the Philly, hey, I, I, I think... Okay, I think I'm sorry. I have to use your own logic against Tyreek Hill. Ain't but you the sound winner like here. a maniac. It's Jalen Hurts is the offense player of the year. What happened to that no. offense when they took Jalen out of it? When you put in my Lord and Savior Gardner Minshew, losers. See, he's talking about two different awards, though. We're doing winning because percentage. Let's, let's MVP is always the quarterback award, sure. right? They're never going to make a quarterback offensive. Well, player of the year, they're not going to do that because that was a spinoff for all the other p- positions that aren't quarterback. That's what it is. Because only quarterbacks can win the MVP. That's true. Now. That's true. It's quarterbacks here on out. Running backs are all dead. Yes. Running backs are all now what they're doing in San Francisco. Running backs are glorified wide receivers now. That's what they are. I just think you're wrong on this Justin Jefferson. And I oh. still I still think the running back position is wildly important. To just what? Running? Not as much yeah. as it used to be. I mean, if you have a Derrick Henry, you run Derrick Henry into the ground. But what has you Derrick have Henry an Austin won, Eckler, though? You keep throwing him the ball. If you, if you look at the teams that are successful, there's running back by committee. There's a three-headed snake, really. There's three of them. There's never just one guy because by the time you get to this time of the season – worn out. They're done. done. That's how I look at it. Only thing I would say with you, Fred, about Justin Jefferson, if you're going to be called the offensive player of the year, you got to have the offense, which is touchdowns. That's what he does not have. He don't score them. That's what I'll agree with you on. They don't go to him in the red zone. Exactly. They know he ain't got it. He ain't tough. 20 to 20, he'll get it. After that, I don't know. He just disappears. He don't want to cross the middle of the field. He don't want to go up and get the ball. He hears the footsteps. He's all those things 
that make you soft. I still think he deserved it. It's the touchdowns that do bother me, though. The touchdowns bother me. Or the lack thereof of touchdowns. Well, you got to have an above-average quarterback to throw you the ball oh, in the end zone. Oh, they have that. And he's got Kirk Cousins sucks. No, I think that's more to they have a great running back. If Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook. They got Dalvin Cook. That's another reason why they don't really throw the ball in the red zone. If Justin Jefferson is on the Chiefs, he's got 37 touchdowns this year. He sets the record. Is the record 36? No, I just made it up on the yeah, side. That's... <laughs> what is the record? 21? 26. 26. Like Priest Holmes. Are we talking about receiving touchdowns? I don't know. All touchdowns. Total touchdowns. I, I think the touchdown record for I don't receivers. care how you score touchdowns. Okay, I got you. I got you. Because there was what is it? What's the number? Because the all time and by the way, oh seven Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Randy Moss with twenty three. That's what Brady. I said. Twenty six. <laughs> Devin Hester scored touchdowns. He scored more touchdowns returning kicks than Justin, Justin Jefferson scored catching the most balls. Like it's a different level of thing. Justin Jefferson don't have a nose for the end zone. Therefore, I knows he is not the offensive player of the year. I'll give you this. The last three games of the season, which were very important to the Vikings, he At, didn't score a touchdown. After he got figured out. He didn't score a touchdown. Because he got figured out. I saw it. I told you, boys, as I saw it. But what was the old boy that locked him down? Oh. I'm going to have to go back to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> old boy locks him down. He beat him so Week one. They played him in week one. Jair Alexander. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Puts gr- it on him. Gritted all over him. <laughs> and he said, no, nah, fam, I got to figure it out. And then he told everyone oh. else. He said, after I figured it out, I went and told the world. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Fred now. I'm looking at these stats. I'm Kirk, telling you. Kirk from, from September the 19th <laughs> Kirk Cousins, Kirk to Cousins. October the 30th, he didn't score one touchdown. That's seven weeks. That's almost two complete months Hold of on. no touchdowns. Over two months of football, he scored the same number of touchdowns as you? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Seven weeks. <laughs> nah, you can't do that. And he had some big games, too. 12 catches, 154, 10, 147. You do that, you got to score a touchdown. Jalen Hurts. Even Joe Burrow. There are other dudes who were better. So you're, are you willing to give the offensive player of the year to quarterbacks now? Even if they, so you're going to do this. The quarterbacks who don't win MVP mm-hmm. should be pushed down to the offensive player <laughs> yeah. of the year. Yeah. That's offensive, what he's doing. Offensive player of the year <laughs> is just second place in the MVP. That's what he wants to that do. That's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. I can't handle it. I need one of these Teller premix vodka cocktails. <laughs> Deal with this. I knew he was going to come with Justin Jefferson, though. Air player, Joe Burrow. What is that? Oh, the, the, the FedEx Air Player of the Month or the Week or whatever. That's so dumb. yeah, yeah. The good, they're the big ones or the good ones. All the made up little ones. They're not for your boy. Next, hey, that's what's the problem with the world is all these participation trophies. Here's one. Next gen stats, moment of the year. Okay. Justin Jefferson's catch Ooh. versus the Bills. That's actually good. That, that's actually a, a great catch. Yeah, it's actually a really good um, commercial for Nike ride receiver gloves. 
That's all that thing was. That's exactly. I want you to look forward into the future a little bit, Fred. We've seen the ascension of this program, oh, two men on, okay. rise in popularity and right ratings and animal. downloads and yep. everything. There's, we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to get more popular and more fun and more engaging. Uh-huh. Up until the point one day the Associated Press is going to be like, we need someone to vote for NFL honors, and we need a representative from two men on. Not how that and works. And they're going to dig through our old shows, <laughs> and they're like, do you see this ice-cold take Fred Slow had? Super Bowl week, yeah. 2023, that idiot can never vote on anything. I only That's have, what's going to happen. I only have one complaint about the winners. Okay. AP comeback player of the year was Geno Smith. I love it. Where did he come back from? Wait, he was wait. never good. He came back you, from obscurity. You can't come back. From something you've never been. <laughs> Tom Brady unretiring is a better comeback Thank you. than Geno Smith. Mm. Also, Thank you. you said ice cold takes. Mm. The only thing ice cold here was Justin Jefferson over those oh. seven weeks of the Good. season Ooh. when he scored no tutties. Ooh. More awards, the Hall of Fame class, and so much more NFL. There was a snub in the Hall of Fame class. This yes, is the, it was. This is the Thanks. worst Hall of Fame class in the history of professional everything. Except mm. for friend of the show, Rondé Barber. Rondé, yeah. Deserved. He did. 100% best of all time, yeah. really, the way I say it. Fantastic chicken strips, it's, too. Everything about him <laughs> is perfect in every way it can be defined. Our friends at church is chicken. Hey, shout out to the Chiefs vendors out here. I got to taste some of this, yeah. man. They, they brought the food from did Kansas you put City. A, you put in an order yet? Two men on, 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Hey, it's Amory from what Gatorade is going to be poured on the winning coach to who's going to be covering the spread. I got all your Super Bowl bets on name three players starting at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Could you share that email? Griff, are we live? You're the best. Back live in Phoenix, Arizona, boys, because it is the Super Bowl no longer at Radio Row. We are at Pub Rock Live, and we are chopping it up with some Chiefs fans. I am very impressed with all of the Chiefs jerseys that I've seen. I'm talking about top-notch. None of this cheap stuff either. No, it's like hey, double, double stitching. We're, yeah. look, we're looking across the way here, and there's a guy with multiple autographs. Yeah. I frame that. I don't wear it out. This guy's a baller. There is a <laughs> KC vet. There is a Corvette that is the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's That's very crazy. nice. It's sweet. It is oh, sweet. man. Hey, we, we just met some Chief fans okay. that just came in through can, from Kansas City. They drove through Albuquerque. They said, we waved at you, Thank you. On, the, on the way through yes. town. And they just got here. I mean, uh, people from across the country are here to meet up and represent uh, Chief Kingdom. We're going to put on the bra- or on the social media at TalkABQ a photograph of this Corvette. Also, there's a 
this is going to sound stupid when I say it out loud. There's a Kansas City Chief Santa Claus. Uh huh. <laughs> and he has uh, Mahoho Holmes on his back. Correct. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, if you get you get a chance to spread joy and love to children, especially Chief fan children year round, you take that opportunity. Only thing you know, what's the only thing that's missing out here is the the guy that's impersonating Coach Andy Reid. He would he would kill it oh, out here. Andy Reid, fake Andy yes, Reid. Yes, uh-huh. he would kill it out here. Our bo- old boy with the Kansas City Chiefs vet. Like by the and again, we'll put this on social media. The hood of it is like a mirrored embossed. It looks like um. It's right. the Arrowhead. It's the it's Arrowhead, the, it's the arrowhead yeah. of Kansas City. With autographs on it. A lot of autographs. Wow. The hood looks like when you go to the swap meet and yeah. they're selling, like, non-officially licensed merch, <laughs> and it's like a mirror <laughs> that has, like, a sports team logo on it. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Le- for legal purposes, the K has to be tilted ever so slightly. Yes. So, or you can't sell it at the swap meet. <laughs> oh, he has a jersey that says KC Vet on yes, the back did. of it. That's and the, whole thing. the license plate. <laughs> the moment of the night NFL honors was DeMar Hamlin giving a speech, um, and he was surrounded by every single individual that allowed him to be alive today. Let's that's that's awesome. That is awesome. Go, boys. Hey, um, does it put the conspiracy theories to rest? Um, first off, no one believed those anyway. They did not. And right. when I see, when I say no one, I say no sane person. Thank you. Anyone with common sense. Anyone who didn't storm the Capitol doesn't believe that. Or wanted to. Well, you know. here's the thing. I'm, I'm actually in on it, boys, and I've fooled you deeply. That's the best body double I've ever seen. It was <laughs> just incredible. No, but it was it – because was, how terrifying that Monday night was, right? To go from that to standing on stage and suited up, by the way, looking yeah, very super nice. Good. You're a very handsome dude. Super handsome dude. Yeah. And all of the individuals around he, and that's not the end of that story. Van, you told me this little tidbit. We were talking about the NFL MVP. Sure. NFL MVP votes went this way. It went 48 to Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. Yes. Went one to Jalen Hurts. Uh-huh. And it went one to the Allen Cat. Who? That's a stupid. That's a waste of a vote. Okay, that's Northern New York media, obviously. Yeah, should yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah should have went to. And you don't have to say Northern New York. There's only one team in New York. Correct. The Northern New York Buffalo Bills. The New York Bills. <laughs> the totally not in New Jersey Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> we sat but next. But Fred, you're missing one other vote. Who got that other vote, Van? The man. Who performed CPR on Demar Hamlin and saved his life? Danny Kane got an MVP. I got, I got, I got absolute, That's awesome. absolute chills when I saw that. That is a beautiful gesture. I get a little weirded out by this kind of stuff. Often, to me, there's like a weird publicity about it that gets right. drawn too long. Yeah, it is. It is used as a. A weird spotlight. Yeah. And I don't often care for that. But I'm going to say this. If it stops here, if the NFL, and you always use this phrasing, Robert, gave this moment its flowers. Yeah. 
and now you let those flowers wilt the way the flowers do after they're given. Uh-huh. I am 100% involved and embraced in this. But if DeMar Hamlin is out reading draft pick names in Kansas City in a couple of weeks, I don't know. You're not with it? I don't know if I'm with it. Man. We got, a, we see, got a whole season. We got a whole season of this. So see, buckle, buckle up. Yeah, I'm the opposite of it because we live in a, a world and a society today that's social media driven and there's no longevity to anything. Everything is like right now and then it just fades into oblivion or whatever. They, I, they can't do this with DeMar Hamlin or that story or Denny Kellington or, or any of that because it was so traumatic. Okay. It was it was we were there. We we remember watching this live on TV. I feel like if it goes the way of okay, this is the end right here, it does it a big time injustice. That's how I feel. Well, I mean, we're in the industry, boys, and both of you are huge WWE fans. Yeah. You got to realize this is it's not just a great story, but this is also PR from the NFL. Yes. Let's keep it real here. Right. Du- I don't feel like I'm dumb to it. I don't feel like it fools me. Maybe that makes me dumb, and maybe that means I'm being fooled. But there is a certain way to do it, and I feel like the NFL and the Kansas, or excuse me, and the Buffalo Bills and Demar Hamlin have done everything with grace and class, and I am incredibly impressed. And I just do not want that to transition out of that emotion. No, okay. And another reason why I disagree because if this story would have went. Left, sure, yeah, it sure. never would have got stopped talking about. You're not wrong. So if we have the best possibility that comes out of that tragic moment, we gotta we gotta keep building on it. We gotta make sure it lives on, just like Demar Hamlin lived on. Because we thought, let's be real, it was the complete opposite in that moment. And if that would have happened, it would have been a story nobody ever lets go. It's but- always talked about. But again, thanks to Danny Kellington, MVP vote getter and lifesaver, we get to tell the good side of the story. Super crazy, just incredibly crazy. Hall of Fame class talk, whatever we get back, there's a snub, a snub. A big one. There was, one that I thought was obvious. The, a big one. The one that I thought was the only one. Sure. I the only the cl- surefire one, right? I thought it was going to be a class of one. Again, with your Justin Jefferson take, they probably went oppo with whatever you said. Who is they? You know, them. I hate them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Doses. You know them. <laughs> live from Pub Rock Live in downtown Scottsdale. This thing's a hoot, boys. It is. Bonkers. 95.9 F. All right, hold on. What's up? All three of it? us stand up at the Did same time. Did you see time. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is a limousine pulled up. Yes. Getting out of that limousine, I believe it's Christian Okoye. And that limousine is painted. All right, Van, just go light up the Instagram during the commercial break. There's so much fire around us. It okay, looks, it, are these Kansas City Chief fans coming all the way from Roswell, New it looks, Mexico? It looks just like Roswell all over that limousine. It, this limousine looks like the way if you were a child and you had a black light that you would paint your bedroom walls. <laughs> That's what this limousine looks like. That's what I thought the world looked like the first time I yeah. smoked weed. That's <laughs> <laughs> Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
It's Jeff Sambietta. Monday on the opening drive, we talk about overreaction Mondays. Well, this is Super Overreaction Monday. What do you think of that Super Bowl? Join me and J.J. Buck. The opening drive starts at 7 a.m. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to Pub Rock Live. Welcome back to Chiefs Kingdom. Yes. Let's go. Woo. This has been one. It's been a one-one. NFL Hall of Fame class, there's nine names on it. We're going to talk about the ones that uh, didn't make it. There's only one that I know you want to talk about. Where's my boy? Where's my boy, Devon Hester? Devin Hester entered the league in 2006 and was the best player in the league the minute he entered the league. By far. He changed the special teams. He opened the Super Bowl with a touchdown kickoff return. He was that dude and so much more. And then after he did it for the first time, he went on to do it forever. The entire time he played. Devin Hester was so good. If you ask someone what position that he played, you know what they're going to say? Returner. Yes. You got a wide receiver? They don't say anything else. They, was, they won't even tell you kickoff, punt. They will just say returner. That's not even a position, but that's what he's known for. He's a decoy before he's a wide receiver. He is a professional kick returner, and he's the best to ever do it. By far. By far. There's no, there's no comp. And I said it to Brian Urlacher's face. <laughs> Linebackers hey. are booty. No, I'm just playing. Who did we say? <laughs> hey, who did we say needs to be here to complete the party? Gentlemen, may I direct your attention that way, right next to Patrick Mahoho Holmes? We got fake Andy Reid here. Right? <laughs> fake Andy Reid is here. Wait, is that the one or is that thing. another one? <laughs> it's a couple of them. Bro. I don't know if that's the one. There's so many. <laughs> Robert, you're but to me, 100% correct. That's a different <laughs> that's fake a different Andy Reid. <laughs> but he's still a dead ringer. This Hall of Fame class put in three linebackers. Of the nine guys who went in, three of them don't even count. <laughs> it's wow. a class of six. Don't or can't. Dem- Thank you. Demarcus <laughs> Ware? And also, after I told that directly to uh, Brian Locker's face, he immediately made me regret it, and I will never speak <laughs> ill of uh, he again or the position he played or my opinions of it. DeMarcus Ware That's is- where you're starting? Is that where you're starting? I'm mostly just saying stuff. There's okay. no way I'm going to be honest with that. Okay. Also, DeMarcus Ware is not a pro bowl or is not a pro football Hall of Famer. Oh, t- keep talking. Yeah, Demarcus Ware. Ooh, the Cowboy fans are very upset right now. What did he got? Got no chips? Does very he got true. numbers? Because I don't know him. He ain't got the numbers of guys that are in the Hall of Fame. Zach Thomas? That's the one I have a problem with. All three of these Cowboys linebackers, including Chuck Howley. What? Well, Ben, I, gotta, I can't remember who said this to us they said a hall of famer is a player whose name cannot be left out when you're telling the story about the nfl right these names our dear friend uh andy garcia these names the ones you just named fred i could sell the nfl story without those names i do know what you're talking about now because we were talking to andy garcia westwood one right who kind of does everything over there 
And that was the conversation we was having because he knew we knew before it, whatever we knew. Yeah. Like we're not. Uh, hey, we'll spoil it right now. We knew. You're right. Sure. But we're not going to go out there and say, when we were sitting down with Rondé Barber. We knew. You're right. Sure. We also knew he knew. Yeah, like, sure. We're not dumb. You, you yeah. saw that glow. Oh, yeah. yeah. You saw it. Yeah. I thought it was the church's chicken. But not it, was, uh, <laughs> it was him being voted into the hall. He had that I glow. I was wrong. He had the glow. But hey. that, that's what he said. He said, if you can describe the game without mentioning that person, they're not famous they're, enough. They're that's, not a Hall of Famer. I know, I know baseball and football are different sports. They have different mystiques. But, I mean, that's, that's something I've said about baseball forever. Can you tell the story? of baseball without including this guy. Yeah. And, of course, it translates to another sport. And I think you could go without telling the story of football and not include DeMarcus it, Ware. Okay, so I looked up his stats. So he had 505 um, tack- solo tackles. Okay. And 138.5 sacks. Okay. That's correct. Where does that put him on the sack list? That's was going to be my next point. Yeah. What is so it? if you we're talking to Marcus Ware in that criteria, you can't tell the story of football without including a guy like Devin Hester. I think that's true. I think you could tell the story of football without including DeMarcus Ware, but if we're using statistical criteria, he's 13th all time in sacks. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. No one Give in me at least at least the top 20 in sacks should be in the Hall of Fame. No, because, no, no, no. I, I disagree because this is the same argument that I have with wide receivers. You know who's number 18? Who's number 18? Friend of the show, Carl Eller. Oh, good one. <laughs> yeah. But the game is different. You have more chances to sack the quarterback because they're throwing way more times than they did back in the day. I agree with that completely. No one in the NFC East is turning and handing it off to Tiki Barber anymore. No True. one in the NFC East is turning a hand it off to Brian Westbrook anymore. Mm-hmm. No one in the NFC East, the Washington Guardians suck. But you guys get the <laughs> point I'm trying to make here. Clinton Portis. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I did actually really need that help on that one. <laughs> I was going to go John Riggins. but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what, he got 800 carries a season back no. then. Here's how bad I am. I was going to go Fred Smoot, and I know he was a corner. <laughs> he wasn't even I a know running that. back. He wasn't even a running back. <laughs> Think of a thing that is not worth loving, and that's the Washington Guardians. <laughs> like they, there's a handful of franchises that are the worst. That is it. Take DeMarcus Ware out. Take Zach Thomas out. Take Joe Thomas out. Put oh, him in oh, oh, You put some respect on that man's name. Sure, I'll do it next year. Joe Thomas, one of the best to ever do it. Ken Riley, no clue. He gone. <laughs> no clue. Darrell Rebus? He Rebus Island. It. Rebus Island. Yeah, well, okay. Rebus hey, Island. Cool. He could have, uh, you, can put ring, you can put rings of fire on that Pacific Island or rings of fame around <laughs> 12 different stadiums because that's how many teams he played for. He wasn't even good enough to play with one team. He played for multiple teams multiple times. Joe Klecko. Are we at the break and I missed the music? Hall of Fame name. Yeah. Griff, I'm bored. I think I'm so fired up right now. <laughs> Congratulations, friend of the show, Rondé Barber. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Channel.